0: Metaphysics is going to have to be the quote-unquote religion of tomorrow. If it isn't, you're fucked. Totally and absolutely. Grab right, days. <laughs>
1: it's amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a smart move. We do that shit like every year. Very rarely do we try to do anything on the actual holiday because I don't really care about the dates. It's cool to have a day off. It's cool to have some time to chill and cook and all that, but... Those prices, bro, especially the turkey and turkey prices. When do you see that? Once you see that drop when you're in the store and you buy the Thanksgiving turkey for 40 bucks and then you need like some eggs the next day and you go back and it's a turkey there for $12, <laughs> that'll get you right. <laughs> you only need to see that one time for you to change that, to change the way you handle Thanksgiving forever.
0: Yeah. Th- Thanksgiving is the, uh, the fourth Sunday of the month. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Not the fourth Thursday. <laughs> the misconception <laughs>
1: yeah Thanksgiving on Thursday is actually white
0: supremacy it is you you're upholding I mean? yeah you're upholding the agreed upon established storyline and right. uh that helps uh white supremacy get stronger facts the same people who talk shit about Columbus Day celebrate Thanksgiving on Thursday why so Makes you can no so you can spend twice as much money for the white man's turkey right mm-hmm. exactly
1: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We gotta stop we, we gotta stop this, bro. We gotta rebel against white supremacy at every turn. From now on, Nike products are white supremacy.
0: Nike products are definitely white supremacy. Built with slaves, <laughs> overpriced, right, and catering to white women gentrifying black hoods with their jogging. I see? It's it's every part of it is white supremacy.
1: And one of their most popular shoes is named after a team of uh, global conquest leaders, fucking Air Force Ones, bro.
0: Air Force. Oh. So oh. It's, it's war. It's, and it's, uh, I don't know if you knew this. It's the name of a Greek god.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. So let's not even do that. And you know what the Greeks do. So the Greeks, they're with it. <laughs> you know what the Greeks do. So uh, yeah. They don't want to just be inside your head. Oh, no. There's other places that they want to <laughs> occupy. <laughs> There's definitely other nooks and crannies They don't want you just thinking
0: about your, their shoes you know? No, 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 no <laughs> Oh, so how was, uh, how was the week, bro? Oh, it was great, man uh, My crankshaft uh, I think that's what it's called It just fell out from under my car What? Uh, as I was driving And so the power steering went out I was able to manage it to get it over to my girl's house Before I uh, died uh, is very difficult to operate at that point point. And because I'm a cheap piece of shit I didn't want to um, Just pay for a lift Which I found out would have been like Ten bucks there and ten bucks back So instead I walked the six and a half miles mm. To go and meet the tow truck driver there To give him the key And then I walked six and a half miles back And mm. I have this thing now called Disney Rash Have you ever heard of Disney Rash?
1: Disney rash?
0: It's called okay. Disney rash. I, I, I don't believe that's the medical term. I I think it's a colloquial term. Uh, it's a layman's term. It's also been called hikers' rash, to my understanding. Okay,
1: all right. That sounds a little bit more rational. Is it Disney rash because of how much you have you to walk? walk so at so it? much. Oh, at okay. I yes. was going totally left with that.
0: I, I was, right. <laughs> it was... It was Disney so rash sad. is when you're kidnapped by a Nazi <laughs> sympathizer, <laughs> taken to the underground tunnels,
1: and, and forced to, are forced
0: to eat babies with senators. You're forced to record children's
1: TV <laughs> shows directed by foot fetish rapists. <laughs> Allegedly. And
0: then, and then you get a little rash on your leg. Disney rash. <laughs> Disney, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so when you walk so much... And if you're, if uh, in recent years, I've neglected uh, my physique. And as such, I, I remember being able to walk that long. I used to walk all the time. It was no issue. But um, in on this particular stage of my life, my, my body was not prepared to do that much walking. I mean, I made it. I made it, and I got some good book-on-tape reading done during my, my trek. Nice. But, uh, blood vessels just begin to burst in your legs. And it and it looks like there's just been little explosions underneath your skin, little blood explosions. And they make these very nice uh, artistic patterns. Maybe that's why it's called Disney, for its artistry. It's, it's Disney rash. It's supposed to mimic the fireworks in a Disney right, opening right. The <laughs> That's what happened under your skin. Right it's there. just it's a bunch <laughs> of explosions. <laughs> So Damn. so there was that, so I'm waiting for the mechanic Right now I'm 200 bucks just for diagnostics And towing So uh, they still don't I, I guess because they think maybe there was something else With the engine And I'm like, they're like, you know It just wouldn't have fell off like that Unless there was something else going on So right. two days later I still don't have an answer So hopefully by tomorrow I can know how much this is going to set me back But no, no big deal No worries. Not that. On on the plus side, I did get, um, you know, talking about uh, defying white supremacy with fantastic savings. Uh, Buy your uh, Reese's Pieces holiday eggs. Them things are like two-thirds off after Easter. And they're better than the regular Reese's Pieces because they have more peanut butter. They're thicker. They're delicious. So just wait till afterwards. And if you wait till... To Black Friday rather than all year. You know, I could have paid $50 for the Iron Man game. I only paid 20 for it, B. Mm. 20 And the Iron Man virtual reality, uh, I mean, you're Iron Man. You, you look at your hands. You have Iron Man hands. You have Iron Man crotch. Uh, I would assume an Iron Man dick if he still identifies as a male. And you're just Iron Man. And you fly through the air and you get the testicle tremors and you shoot things. It's awesome. And well, it also I'm, lets you don't know get why. Much better than that, nah. And also for twenty bucks, and it also lets you know why jetpacks can never work. Because because trying to navigate with thrusters and just fly, you know it. Oh, I, I've I've killed myself at least a thousand times in oh, the first yeah. ten minutes. You oh, just yeah. you just fly into things at a thousand miles per hour. Well, the good thing about it is that if
1: people had, if they were fully encased in Iron Man suits, all you'd have to move was the suit. You wouldn't have to do too much mopping. You right. know what I'm saying? Everything would <laughs> be contained inside the suit. You could just drag them off and just yeah. dump them out somewhere. Let's go ahead and recycle <laughs> this suit. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I haven't, uh, I think we were saying this before, I haven't really tried to mess with none of the VR shit, kind of purposely. I, I'm, I'm trying to stay out of virtual reality for as long as I possibly can. Okay. Which is for I, as long I as I can.
0: Your choice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wise- it's inevitable. Yeah. It's
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I figure when I have to, I will. But for now, I'm I'm focused on. I, I'm trying to hack the matrix from here. Gotcha. Uh, if they put in another level of VR, then I ha- you know, what I'm saying it's like healing it, an onion. Right. It's like fucking Inception. You go deeper into the fucking matrix. No, nah, I'm I'm trying to stay out of it for a while.
0: As long as I'm not supporting white supremacy by engaging in the virtual reality world, then I'm okay. What if I'm gonna
1: have to say that Iron Man may be the epitome of white supremacy as far as the comic world is concerned. I mean his uh, his superpower is rich. Well he's pretty smart. He's pretty smart
0: also, so I don't want to take that away from him. He's an inventor. Yes. He inherited some of it. (laughs) A lot. He inherited quite a bit of it. But and he
1: made the bulk of his money by selling weapons used to kill brown people.
0: Yeah, arms dealings. Right,
1: yeah. yeah killed a lot of them. brown
0: people with the Stark missiles and shit and like he, that. He didn't kill them. It, uh, he, he, he sold the means by which they were killed. He I didn't give the orders.
1: I don't know, existed. man. You sound like you're trying to give give a pass to Pro right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all, uh, all, all I'm saying is Him as an entrepreneur He was simply creating The best technology that he could And the people that wanted to buy it Would buy it To ne- I'm just going to level with you This feels like a second This feels like a 2A issue Because if, cause I think that if, if we make the argument That Iron Man is culpable For what uh, the US military Did with his inventions Then I think they're going to take Everybody's guns away that's what I think.
1: Mm. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I'm just looking at it from the large picture here. And I mean, you could have invented anything to make a bunch of money. He could have invented shit to turn salt water into fresh water. But he made but missiles. <laughs> supply and demand. That's what, right, That's it's what, he, what he the market with, wants. He started with bombs. And then his greatest invention was just to make him the main guy. Instead of selling weapons to the government, I'll just strap the weapons to my own back. You know? Me and my homie Rhodey. Uh, we'll, we'll run shit.
0: Destroy everything. Right. Just fuck all y'all. Yeah, it's, pr- it's probably white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely white
1: supremacy. But, I mean, to be fair, you know, Black Panther's racist also, so...
0: Uh, but Black Panther may be the most racist. <laughs> he is, it's facts. If I didn't tell you who the characters were involved, and I just read the point-by-point ideas, and I said, hey, this is Richard Spencer's idea oh, for God. a for, <laughs> <laughs> for a hero. People would be like, of course it is. No outsiders are allowed. It's completely based on an ethno-state. Right. Yes.
1: At least yeah. Tony Stark lives in an integrated world. He does. You know what I mean? At least he can function. His best friend's black, for Christ's sakes. I mean, come on. Right. Well But yeah, Black Panther's not looking so good measuring up to Iron Man right now. He's actually looking a little bit worse. only thing only thing, thing good about Black Panther yeah. is that he kept all his weapons in-house. He didn't sell them to evil people. The evil people had to break in and steal that shit. Tony and was right, like, and- I got I made
0: some new missiles for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you guys were looking for this, but this is a laser beam that'll melt people from space. Right. Do you need right. this? This cluster bomb can take out thirty-six hospitals at once. <laughs> you know how many schools can be obliterated with the touch of a button with this right. this device I just invented. Yeah, that's a good point. the The bad guy had to come in and say, "Hey, let's 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 help arm uh, the civilians all over the world. Let's go ahead and help help arm other people to, right. to start conflict." So yeah, so so yeah, he wanted to keep the weapons in house, but I don't think he even had like a token white sidekick, like like. <laughs> you know what I mean uh, let alone yeah. somebody that had the vibranium you know what I'm saying like Tony gave the black dude like look war machine here have you can have basically the same suit right you Tony can, armed can, a black guy you can be black eyed to Tony Starks no problem wow that's real okay so he's getting a
1: little better as we measure this up <laughs> black,
0: <laughs> black <laughs> Panther is looking a little worse none of you crack ass colonizers can come here or be a part of our shit none for you You can't hang out. And I'm not giving you any of the vibranium. Wow. Mm. So
1: yeah, so Black Panther is officially the most racist comic book character in the Marvel Universe. time. Of all time, well, I'll see it in the Marvel okay. universe because <laughs> DC got some other shit going on over there. I'm not positive; I'd have to do some more research. But uh, yeah, uh, at least in the Marvel universe, Black Panther may is is the most nationalist ethno state po- possibly racist. We can't say he's definitely racist because he, you know, maintains an ethno state, but you know, s- possibly he's not
0: with integrate. He 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 likes his coffee black. At all, he, times. Does, he does not like integrated coffee.
1: <laughs> There's no other way. I mean, to be honest, yeah, everything is in house with him. His worst enemy is a black guy. So, I mean, black so, on te- black te- crime, right? So, technically, I guess it would be worse if he had like a main, like if a white antagonist was his <laughs> main villain. Like, that would make it a little bit worse. But
0: mo- most of the people he fight are white just because. Uh. Everybody, but but who? Everybody. But have you read every storyline? Because there may be a storyline where, where like white Brooklyn Brooklyn hipsters try to move in to Wakanda and they keep fucking it up, and they they start to represent the main enemy of Black Panther. Well, actually, uh,
1: one of the most uh, constant, like you know, reintroduced villains was the Claw Guy. Oh you yeah.
0: His claw was, you know, was pretty bad. And I don't, is he like German
1: or something? Where's that guy I from? Thought, I, don't know.
0: I, I think he's from like Australia or South Africa, based on the accent. Oh, South Africa. Okay. He could be. <laughs> he could be a boar.
1: He's a boar. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he wanted, he wanted T'Challa's farmland. He's trying to take over his farm. This shit is horrible. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's South African.
0: Yep. And so, you know, so he's Taylor Swift. Right. Fuck him. T- Taylor Swift's video was good, but Black Panther had the most racist storyline of all time, of all time.
1: That's a rough one to, to just admit, but, I mean, damn, bro, I mean, there's not a lot you can say about an all-black ethno state that pretends it doesn't exist just so that the rest of the world can't have its <laughs> technology and medicine.
0: We do not want your lattes at Starbucks. You are not building them here. We don't even exist. Yo, put up the cloak. Put up the cloak shield. They can never know
1: we're here. Dude, they can bring people back from the brink of death with their (laughs) medicine. And the rest of the world is just suffering and dying. And they in there with high technology, just chilling, hologram beads, and fucking all kind of cool shit. And like, fuck the rest of y'all. Even their neighboring black <laughs> <laughs> even in neighboring black countries, they're like, we we still don't give a fuck. If you ain't yeah, from Wakanda, okay. you ain't down. That's that's pretty bad, bro. It's hardcore that,
0: tribalism. It really is.
1: That I mean, I don't I don't I can't think of anybody in the rest of the Marvel universe. I mean e- okay, well, Red Skulls a straight Nazi. So, you know, they're evil. But Damn, bro. It's just something about that ethnostate, though. That's bothering me.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, it's really Red Skull's the alternative because is like, listen, what we got, uh, nobody else needs to know about this. And Red Skull is like, everybody has to think and live like us. What we have in Germany needs to go all over the world. We're going to be the third Roman Empire. So are so, Black Panther and Red Skull two sides of the same coin? Two sides of the same isolationism to the point that the world suffers by being completely cast out or cut off from what they have available. And then the hubris of thinking that what you have is so wonderful that the inevitability is the rest of the world eventually has to be under your foot because your program and technology is so great that it's inevitable that it, 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 it has to be shared with the whole world By force so, Damn Pick your extreme
1: I've never put this in that perspective Before I've never looked at those two characters As sort of you know Some kind of dark mirror image of each
0: other Well Rome They were the third Reich So Rome's uh, understanding was They were the light of the world And their destiny was to colonize We have to conquer the entire world so that the light of Rome can can consume the whole world. And what is Black Panther's greatest enemy? Colonizers. That's the derogatory term for outsiders. So yeah, they're they're the polar opposites.
1: Right. And they pay no attention to any type of individual information for the most part, because when the white guys came to Wakanda, who were technically positioning themselves as allies... They still treated him like shit. It was yeah, like, yo, you can't fucking talk here, <laughs> bro. You shut
0: your fucking mouth. You're lucky we let you live, bitch.
1: That's your
0: fucking pink <laughs> lips. Just your fucking pink lips jabbering on. Oh, man, dude.
1: Wow. And everybody, it was such a victory for Black Panther. Like, that was how Marvel proved they weren't racist by putting out... <laughs> by, by making, by a
2: making, Black
1: by making
0: Holy black racist. superheroes the most racist <laughs>
2: shit.
0: there's ever been. He tricked us again.
2: <laughs> they tricked us again. And,
0: and you know this... what? You know what's the slickness of the white trickery and white supremacy? Is now when they go back to being as racist as possible, they're like, look, you'd be just as racist if you had the chance. And you proved it. Look how much you love that. Yeah. You guys didn't rebuke that racist-ass storyline not one bit. Right. You so just, we're not going to feel bad about all our white trickery and racism.
1: The success of Black Panther proves <laughs> that racism, nationalism, ethnostates, and Nazi mind state is not that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck. And, and it fuels more white nationalism because Red Skull is the bad guy, but T'Challa is the hero. So you have you have all the white cis males who have been getting shit on for so long with more ammunition about the double standards. Just just imagine if we did that. What if we built our Wakanda? It's not fair. Fuck, dude, this is bad.
1: <laughs> this is real bad. This is real bad. And of course, just let me preface this. Let me have a disclaimer here for the people who don't have enough brain cells to process. The depth of this conversation, this has this says nothing about the human being who played the character of Black Panther. This is just about the character of Black Panther itself.
0: The concept, for right.
1: sure. Right. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the we'll guy, right?
0: Olsen,
1: right. Sure. He's still the man we love him, but he did play basically a Nazi,
0: a black Nazi. Basically,
1: a black Nazi, and even even so, it's cooler. Oh wow, dude. So that's ruined. what else we got on the list for this week (laughs) what else what other fucking beloved franchise do we want to destroy oh man that's that's horrible I'm gonna have to talk about this next time my kids try to watch Black Panther
0: now don't ruin it for them (laughs) I have to now tell them about Santa Claus don't tell them about the racism of Black Panther let them enjoy their childhood they'll figure it out soon enough don't don't take away their innocence. <laughs> right, Just yeah, because like, it's going to ruin the whole fucking right? everything. <laughs>
1: this is the most racist shit. Oh, it's like, oh, and at the end, oh, this, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible. I guess they redeemed themselves by saving the white guy at the end instead of the black guy. Because the white guy who would have got killed, they saved him. They brought him back to life. But the other guy who was the enemy in the movie, they let him die on the rooftop. I guess he also wanted to. He said... Let me die and shit because he didn't want to live in jail. But they could have gave him some type of, you know, something, right? Something better than just letting him croak on the mountain. You saved a white guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was the, the redemptive quality for, for what they knew. Right. Was yeah. The Easter horribly, egg. Yeah. Just indefensibly uh, racist film. So they're like, listen, we've been we've been basically promoting uh, racial supremacy and segregation for the entire film. Um, let's uh, let's put out at least one olive branch. Let's save one white man.
1: Just one, with the happy go lucky music and shit. Well, technically two, because they did save Bucky also. They did save Bucky, so let's give him that credit. They kept him alive. So two white men got saved in that movie. Okay. So I mean, they've done their civic duty at that point Because saving two white lives I mean, how many black lives is that equal? I
0: mean, and you can you two say two the same white Red Skull? Did Red Skull save any black people?
1: Hmm, that's true I don't even think Red Skull was
0: on screen At the same time as any black people <laughs> Make them shoot their scenes separately Just, <laughs> Just cut me in Tell yeah, me yeah. what they said, and I'll read my lines. Don't bring them in here.
1: Yeah, I got. I'd have to go back through it to see if any black people even existed at the time of making. You know, at the time
0: period they was
1: capturing for Red Skull, I don't even think they had black people then.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there was any black people in World War II yet.
1: No, because I don't think Captain America didn't see any black into- people until he got woken up from his ice coma.
2: <laughs>
1: what happened? Have we been invaded? Who are these people? Yeah, he's like, "Why are these Negroes just walking around they And <laughs> like, Cap, wait, let me just explain.
0: It's, it's yeah, that's a, a big—that's a big plot hole because <laughs> yeah. he becomes friends with Falcon right away. Immediately. Like, Oh yeah, you- yeah. Hey, Falcon. Yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, you're in the military. You're allowed to just go around and do whatever you want. You voted in everything, right? Yeah. You know, awkward
1: no awkward time for him to adjust like oh they just let y'all do whatever you want now he was right. just like oh hey buddy that right. yeah that's a big plot hole cuz right. for the time that cap was around i'm saying
0: yeah was- <laughs> i mean you you're talking about not even not even the twinkle of the civil rights movement yet we're nowhere close we're we're a decade and a half away from anything even bubbling right so uh yeah, I think the way that that story plays out f- for real, if you're gonna be true to the source material, is their first conversation is uh yeah, we don't say that word anymore, Cap. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> and the first person, wasn't the first person he saw Nick
1: Fury. That would have that's disrespectful. His, His name is frozen Falcon. on ice. <laughs> and right. the first person you see after you wake up in a cold is <laughs> like, <"It's> Nick Fury. <laughs> He's like, Who's the nigga? <laughs> Who's the one-eyed nigga? <laughs>
0: Wait, his name Uh, is Nick? (laughs) I think you're pronouncing it wrong. I think you're pronouncing Toby wrong.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, big plot hole. Huge plot hole. And then he goes back, right? Spoiler alert. He goes back in time at the end of the whole Infinity Saga to return all the stones and all that shit. And he stays in the past. So the first time he was frozen. So there was nothing he could do, civil rights, all that shit. He was frozen in a rock. So... But then he goes back in time and presumably just lives and marries his girl and just has a fucking cool life going camping and playing tennis. Right. I don't think he did anything. Like, he did no superheroing mm. during the civil rights time at all. Because when he got back, the world was the
0: same. Right. Uh, I paid my dues, gentlemen. You guys go ahead and get on that <laughs> I've bus done by enough. yourselves. I've done I'm enough. I'm not, not marching and getting my ass whipped. This will no. all play out just fine. It I must play out fine out. They,
1: they woke me up in 2000 So right. everything was fine So when I saw <laughs> right. negro as soon as I right. woke up
0: so. Right so obviously oh, you didn't wow. need me. So I'm going to sit this one out Yeah that's true because I think if they really wanted Because they tried to be a little woke You know like hey Falcon will be the next Captain America You know America The future of America is the black man The white man's handling handing the mantle over And it's like but they really could have been Done it even better by, like, splicing him into pictures where he's, like, shaking hands with Martin Luther King and kicking Klu Klux Klan members' asses. Right, right. (laughs) He's just just this huge civil rights hero, Captain America. But no, that's the real shit. America goes back in time. Captain America, and America's still like, nah, I don't give a shit. Yeah,
1: It's Not my business.
0: It's not my problem.
1: Wow. Maybe that's why he passed the shield to him. he felt guilty when he got back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just... I've lived out about sixty years of white guilt at this point. I'm sorry. So look, just be a, just be Captain America now. I'm sorry. To show my appreciation, I'll give you a job. Listen, when they showed when they showed those folks getting eaten by German shepherds, I just turned the TV off. I'm not gonna you know I'm lie. Saying? I cha- <laughs> that shit was depressing. I changed the channel. In my defense, it upset me. Right. I was I, I was I had indigestion. Right. It's I bad. didn't go
1: outside and whoop nobody's ass and use my healing factor to my advantage, my super strength and super speed. But I turned I did turn the TV off because it, it I, upset
0: me. It upset me. I felt very, very bad. Didn't like it one bit. Nope. Wow.
1: Fuck, dude. It, it's, I feel like there's some notes that were missed. we missed some very poignant notes in the marvel universe bro
0: don't worry and they're gonna do like george lucas in 20 years they're gonna revisit it give it a whole new coat of paint and fix all of the parts that were like unforgivably racist (laughs) yeah just change every just rewrite the whole shit
1: oh man i don't even know how you could fix that it's too big it's too huge like it would change everything. If, if it's, Captain a whole, America, it's a whole nother movie, really. It, it's a whole nother universe. <laughs> if, if Captain America was active during the Civil Rights Movement <laughs> with the same alignment that he had as Falcon's best friend, that guy, if he was active during the Civil Rights Movement, you can't tell me that he comes back to the same world at the end. Of,
0: there's no way. What there's a, no what, way. What a great metaphor, though. It's like, yeah, Captain America, you were so gung ho when it came to fucking up those Nazis, right? But as soon as you start seeing some fuckery domestically, you just went ahead and sat it out because he's a Captain nationalist. America.
1: he's a nationalist. Yeah, if, if if America's doing it, it must be okay. It must be. But those damn the Nazis, <laughs> they get a the boot me Let's go
0: fuck them up. Racist ass Nazis.
1: Yeah, I'll spend half my life kicking their ass, but you know. They no,
0: you're putting
1: dogs on Negroes in the streets. They you have you know, you assigned
0: seats on the bus. What's the big deal? Oh, wow.
1: I'm, <laughs> I would really love a, a whole, like, just one movie. It, it wouldn't even have to have action scenes. It could be like a melodrama
2: <laughs> of Captain <laughs> America
1: and how he copes. With being who he is, knowing what he knows, those abilities, and minding his business through the whole civil rights
0: era—that's <laughs> the name of the movie. Captain America minds his business during the civil rights struggle. Just peeking out the blinds,
1: <laughs> and then he just closes the blinds.
2: <laughs>
1: oh well, my
0: god, that's bro. that's unfortunate. It really is. This is Betty. Very- are you coming to bed, it- honey? She's like, but
1: I, I think they're killing another, they're killing another Negro out there.
0: yeah but...
1: <laughs> listen to their little records and dance. Oh
0: man. This that's... was my
1: favorite song back in
0: the <laughs> day. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, Captain America fucking sucks. And the first thing he did, that's why he was like, when he comes back, he's like. He's yeah, just he...
0: sitting there yeah, looking. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He's all old. People I let all the fucking so many up. black people die, and oh. I didn't do shit. <laughs> I let so many black people die. I mean, because he was alive <laughs> through every iteration. Like, yep, yep, they killed Malcolm. They killed Martin. Yep, yeah. they fucked over Huey and Bobby. Yep, yep. I've yeah. seen it, and all. I knew all of it was gonna happen because I remember <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just.
1: <laughs> I knew the date's still okay. I knew all that shit. But, you know, hey, I, oh.
0: I, I, I got to mind my business he's just sometimes. just traumatized. He's seen, he's he's processing 60 years of um, justified and unforgivable white guilt. And he's just speechless. He's just sitting on the bench overlooking the water. And he's like, I am a selfish piece That's of shit. Shit.
1: shit. Piece take my shield.
0: Shit. Just take it. Get this fucking thing away from me, please. Uh, Just oh, take it. Cool, right, bro? You got my shield. We're cool, right? <laughs> We're cool. Wow. Right. Mm, mm, mm. He passed
1: him the mantle of white guilt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you're in charge now. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and he and he's completely absolved himself. Yeah, I gave one black guy a job, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good. I watched black people die for like 65 (laughs) years. But then I gave this one black guy a job. That might get him killed because he don't have powers like me. But I still, you know, still. But
0: he's got the shield,
1: It's the thought that counts. And he can't even use the shield like I use it. But I've done my part.
0: He's like, this stupid motherfucker, we have guns and rocket launchers. The fuck are you giving me this shield for? Did you teach him how to do the ricochet throw? No, I didn't. I just it was an affirmative action hire i didn't i didn't <laughs> it all i just here take it we'll see how it goes did
1: you give him any super soldier serum no no did no. give him that either oh. i mean look what do you want me I, to do I'm captain america
0: cuz even though i went back in time and i could have got a vial no, right. no. oh shit you he saved definitely could have got, got some got shot
1: right he could have got some during his little, you know, stone replacement, he could have scooped a vial up and saved it just for
0: Falcon. Right. So but he's basically that. sending him out there with the shield and none of the things you need to survive when you fight with villains sh- with guns armed with nothing but a shield. Right. So he gave him nothing. Right. He gave no. He gave him an empty gesture. <laughs> That's so that's Captain of the America. That is
2: Captain America. He gave him
0: a here. Uh, none of this gesture. is okay. Here's an empty gesture. Yeah. We're cool, right? On a black hero. How about a racist one? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause that's what I'm saying. Because that's what that's the story I'm gonna paint. Because after I've lived throughout, i was like, you know what? I think you guys are just as racist. Here, here's your movie. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what that was. That was. <laughs> to really that was about white guilt. Black mm. Panther is about white guilt. It is. White people don't have to feel as bad. To see black people celebrate racial, ethno, state, nationalism makes white supremacy feel okay. Uh, we don't feel as bad.
1: Oh, dude. Shit. I mean, I liked it. it I good. liked it when I watched it. And you know what it is. Is it doesn't exist Wakanda doesn't exist in a vacuum Right They have hundreds and hundreds of years Of experiences With outsiders uh, Especially white people That led them to the decision To close their shit up And keep it all in house So it's not like they came to that decision on their own But still I feel you Yeah so I mean I guess that would be the saving grace Is that they already existed in the world where you know colonizers were going across the world fucking everybody up raping and pillaging everything they could and Wakanda just said we ain't having it but the fact that they closed everything off and refused to help the people they could help they had neighboring countries that was getting colonized and people getting killed in the millions and shit like that and they just said fuck it so that does that that is a little that's that's a little ugly when you really think about it I, but I, then I, again I mean if you really want to go historic it's very possible that white people came to this that conclusion in a similar way. Because they I yeah. mean, there's a lot of, of proof of people getting their ass kicked by the Moors and you know, Islam forced on people and all this other shit. So maybe who knows? Maybe that's the pendulum just swinging back and forth.
0: Maybe they never got over the, the trauma of Hannibal. It was too much. Right. right. It was, was too much. Right. How did he get these fucking elephants? Right. right.
1: He didn't so, pet them and, and be nice to them when they were babies. That's not, that's not how you get the
0: elephants. This is, this is the only thing I could think of why you were saying that. Because I understand you're trying to get at the benefit of the doubt. And all I'm thinking is, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Red Skull had the same kind of monologue. Right, <laughs> like, right. We have enough data to know <laughs> yeah. that they're dangerous. It's going to be a problem. We have to do this. This is our only choice for our survival. For the survival of the Red Skull race. This is what must be done. This is our final solution. I'll say this, if
1: 800 years in Al-Andalus, if that wasn't a singularity, like if that wasn't a one-off, if anything like that happened in other places in the world for that, for similar amounts of time, then we got ourselves an argument here, you know what I'm saying? Because just that one, just this one uh, example, just Al-Andalus by itself I think would give people enough reason to be like, oh yeah, this is how you start a multi-generational race war <laughs> between black people and white people. Just set this up like this and it, it'll be a seesaw, pendulum back and forth forever.
0: Because everybody I, I've, I've black people are very old.
1: What's that?
0: I say, I, I've i been making that argument for a while now. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. Whenever we come back to like, well, you don't understand I have to be upset because this happened And this happened and this happened And it's been 400 years I'm like, ooh, the Iberian Peninsula mm. Is like over 700 years mm. Like, so like, how do we know That America just needs to let this shit go on For another 300 years till we're even If, if there's this nonstop uh, scorecard That we have to keep And that everybody has to be accountable for well once you start pulling at that thread, it can it can get very complicated.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And also if you accept the history and the science that most black people like to cling to, if black people are the oldest beings on the planet, who started this shit?
0: Well, I, I look at it the same way as the juiciness of the story in Egypt. Like the story is um <clears throat> We wanted to go, but you just wouldn't let us go. Um, I think we were there, we overstayed our welcome. <laughs> They're like, yo, you gotta go. Get the fuck out of here. We're like, <laughs> No, no, we're not you're not throwing us out. God's telling us to leave. You know, so the story is is like, yeah, you know, uh, evil scientists, you know, white people came and they were just devilish and they were just doing bad shit. And it's like, uh, eh, maybe that's one. Or maybe the people were like, Yo, you guys look kind of weird and this this seems like some spooky shit. y'all need to get the fuck out of here. We no longer accept you. so you need to get the fuck out. so it, it could have been that could have that could have been the original sin right? It, it could have been it could have been people came out. they looked a little different. the The people that saw it, maybe they were a little superstitious. this what does not bode well for the village to have these weird yellow creatures coming out from from, uh, from us. we We need to get rid of them. And then that started the animosity. And then they were just stewing like these motherfuckers outcasted us and threw us out i'm gonna get good as fuck at making steel and bombs and fucking shit up this is i'm gonna make it my full time job to get as good at killing shit as I possibly can, and it's like a jilted lover you know and that's
1: it that's if you want to give it that much of uh I don't know if you can give it that much willingness, forethought, kind of thing. This of course not. Just been, right, just <laughs> environmental, you know, of survival. Fucking, you just get angrier and angrier over the course of a few thousand years. You know what I'm saying? You you moved away from the equator, so you don't have the abundance of fruit and vegetables that you had. So I'm now gotta you got to you got to kill shit nonstop. <laughs> yeah, you yeah I could see where that would breed a little anger.
0: And and but but again, if you're keeping in tow with this narrative that every person in every generation is on board with this agenda, right? Well, the people before us hated you, motherfucker, so I gotta hate you too, and the generation after me has to hate. As if there's not pockets of individuals that disagree, you know, with what's going on at that time, you know. So it's like I was thinking too, like um, you know, like the way that we frame things. Is is very convenient for whatever narrative we want to push Like I saw um, Dave Chappelle was on um, I forget which late night shirt was But he had like an Africa shirt on With the the green, uh, red and the gold Right. And it had like the fist up And I was like, so I'm like, okay So like we're living at a time Where like the red, white and blue Like that's offensive You know, if you hang up a flag Somebody may burn that shit down Or you may get beat the fuck up Like it's a problem to have the American flag up in America because it associates you with um, right-wing politics when really it's supposed to be both parties. Like, everybody's supposedly American. But it's come to represent only the bad things of America. So if you love the flag, it means you love slavery. As if there weren't American abolitionists. So it's like you choose to see the red, white, and blue and say, well, this only represents the slave owners It doesn't represent the abolitionists, but both were Americans, and I'm like nobody ever feels that way about the African flag, or like, or or, I mean, or or that African color scheme to associate with all of Africa, let alone just like one particular flag from a country in Africa. But it's like, well, okay, so you're looking in Africa as what, like, where where the African slaves came from, or Are you talking about the African slaves that sold African slaves? Because couldn't you do the same thing like America sucks, but Africa's cool? Like when you could when you can find heroes and villains on both ends, you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: But the tribalism forces you to rethink how you you know, how you really define the actions of the people you identify with. So you can't really look at it at you know equally on both sides. You can't just say the slavery is bad. You got to be like, well, you know, it, this slavery was different. They were like bond servants, not really slaves. You got to start talking that slick shit. You can't be right. like, nah, it's fucking disgusting. It's despicable either way.
0: Right, but but there's a little thing called proximate cause. So if there was never a willingness to sell African slaves to uh, arabians and Europeans, then that whole horrific uh, ordeal would have never happened. right but but there but but we're choosing to create only villains on one end and only heroes on another end when the reality is it's more complicated than that. So right. the, the the only point I was trying to make is if you could take the American flag and say it only represents the slave owners, and not the abolitionists. Like, okay, you you should be able to do the same thing with any kind of symbol that you want to use to represent Africa. It could be yeah. it could be exactly the same thing.
1: That's real. That's real. No argument there.
0: And I, I've heard of so many
1: people say shit like, "Well, they didn't know what they were selling them into," and I'm like, "Bro, well, just please, just
0: stop. if <laughs> <Just laughs> only we would have known." Though. We wouldn't have sold slaves. <laughs> but right. What did you think? <laughs> it wasn't when, gonna be
1: good. We didn't yeah. know it'd be that bad. Because when you know, when when Africans took slaves, they didn't, you know, they didn't. They weren't like the white back. You know, they treated their slaves good. I was like, okay, it's time for me to leave. I can't, I can't be a part of the conversation. I'm not. I'm not. I can't make those kind of distinctions, especially without any type of historical record to say to prove. That that's an idea i feel like all over the planet wherever there's tribes and they have a clear distinction between themselves and neighboring tribes if you get your ass whooped you know it's it's pretty much going to be some biblical shit going down like you know you kill the men right. you keep the women for whatever purpose you you decide to keep them for and that's just what it is why would you take prisoners from a neighboring tribe, when in, real- in reality, the thing that you're probably got conflict for is access to resources. So if it's about resources and land and shit like that, why would you take prisoners that you have to then feed and treat with respect and dignity when you can just whoop their ass and kill them and force them to do shit? like? Wh- why would you accept the burden of treating these people good? Now that they're your captives, when the whole point—the way they became your captives—is because you were at war.
0: Violence, yeah.
1: Right, right. So why would you then go from murdering them to get more land and resources to treating them good while
0: they're in captivity? And that and just don't make sense. And the, and that's the one um, positive uh, piece of globalization is the idea is is to try to remove as much war as possible even though we haven't gotten there yet. But the world has become more stable and less violent the more that everybody's agreed to be financially bound to one another. Right. Mm. So, you know, let's have laws, let's trade trinkets and shit. Now, if we could just fix the other piece of the conditions in which people produce the shit, that'd be great. But, you know, that's that's essentially the argument. Hey, is if, if we're selling shit to each other and we are interdependent on one another economically, we're less likely to disturb those economic relationships with warfare. So we're not constantly tribalistically going after each other. Wow. Yeah, I mean... So with all the war that's going on, just think about that, that, is that with all the horrific war that's going on on the planet now, it's less than what there's been traditionally.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even though it's still, you know, it's horrible. Right. And it's still like control. non-stop conflict and shit like that. But historically, as we move forward in, through time, it's probably the least it's it's been in, what, the last hundred and something years at least? And that's just talking about American conflict, not even the rest of the shit that's going on around the planet.
0: Oh, no. The 6,000 years of human history, this is the least violent it's ever been. Yeah. 6,000 years of recorded history. Right, for the people that concoct mythologies, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, maybe there was Atlantis or you know whatever. There was perfect peace and everybody got along and right, right, All right, the right. children were happy. Everybody had ice cream and it was great. But and that's know. why they never wrote good. anything down. They didn't have to write anything down. Everything were, was so because they were treating the slaves so well. <laughs>
1: right, they all, was all the either. slaves why were happy. We why would we need to take notes? I mean, everything's so good. It's magic. Everybody can levitate shit and do telepathy. We're all just fucking we got the highest science the planet's ever seen. Oopsie. Tidal wave gone.
0: But still need slaves. (laughs) (laughs) I can lift this brick with my mind. Peasant, can you still get me some shit before I beat you? Yeah. It's so it's so much and work to do it.
1: telepathy, <laughs> so much work to do telepathy. I'd rather just have just lift it up a few hundred desert people to lug these rocks around for me.
0: Go ahead, get get make all your vertebrae closer together, and you just lift it up. I am I'm, I'm busy. Wow, I mean, Egyptians, Egyptians, they had fucking Wi-Fi and and magic and shit.
1: Like it's still slave labor. That's just to how be
0: fair, they did. They didn't have a lot of slave labor. And I don't think it was in, in, in every dynasty, to right, be yeah, fair. Was, yeah, yeah. And I think that Egypt also had the first recorded strike in in the history of the world, to my understanding.
1: <laughs> right. And the seriously, there were skilled laborers. Less. And the yeah. late the later part had less slave labor than the earlier part. Most of it was in the early dynasties. The later one, with you know the, the whole Ptolemaic shit. They had already had established like that's when trade route everything was so opened up. They had a lot less use, and plus they were occupying some shit where the biggest uh, the biggest undertakings in construction had already been done for a thousand years and shit. They had j- yeah. just moved into
0: everything, so they didn't really need slaves to build nothing. And they were definitely conquering people. I mean, okay. they, yeah, I mean, and they and they and they took slaves, but um, the the myth that you know of the pyramids and everything was just all built by slaves. My understanding is that's that for the most yeah. part that's false. Yeah, it's slaves just, can't do it. It was skilled laborers, right? Slaves can't do that kind of shit.
1: They can help drag shit, right? Drag but... that brick, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Not cutting the brick, placing the all the rest of that shit is for other people. But it's... the dragging,
0: you could definitely do the
2: dragging. But
0: that's that's how this has depicted, like in the Prince of Egypt. You did just some guy, excuse me, just one of the masses of slaves. Some guys raises the hand. I, do you guys want to let us build pyramids while we're here? We'd be happy to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think that's how it went down. I brought my plumb Bob. <laughs> I'm sure we <laughs>
1: I'm sure we can slap a few pyramids together. You guys want some pyramids? We'll make <laughs> oh, you Why don't you pyramids? Just, say so. <laughs> yeah, just say so? We can do that. You guys ever built pyramids before?
0: No, but I mean it can't be that hard, right? It's easy. Looks easy. Listen, yeah. but before this, we were wandering around in the desert with tents. Let's build some pyramids. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, let's see what, what did you guys build while you were wandering around in the desert? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we got Absolutely all these stories. Nothing. How what did you what did you guys do? Where'd you live? What did, nothing? No. You build any temples to your God that you love so much? No, not really. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we're working on it working on it uh, working we ain't build
0: shit but we can build these pyramids though that's awesome. and, I, and, and that's not the shit on on uh anyone or anything but it's just that you know because it's a repeated thing that i'm just like yo nobody nobody's actually read the bible like it's such an ingrained thing in people's in western culture but i'm like yo so few people have actually read the bible it's right. like, yeah, they were in Egypt. They were building the pyramids. I saw it on Prince of Egypt. Moses talks about. It. it was on the 10 commandments with Charlton Heston. I'm like, no. 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 There's nowhere, there's nowhere in that biblical account that you can find where they were like, yeah, we were building the pyramid. It just said that they built bricks. That's it. Yeah. That's all you have. And I mean that
1: that seemed like the safest thing to have people who don't have a uh... Architectural experience, right? Who
0: aren't skilled laborers? Right. You can build bricks, right? <laughs> just pound this mud together. Just do that. It's easy peasy.
1: <laughs> oh, and that—that that doesn't make their plight any less. You know, of course, it was yeah, first this
0: about, that. <laughs> this about. I, I, I'm just saying, as a as a person uh, of um, Semitic descent. I I I get that where people it will be like a common thing within uh mostly like Christian circles where they'll give Jewish people credit for building the pyramids. It's like yeah, the, the Jewish people built the pyramids, and I'm like yo, that's totally an invention of like uh TV. Yeah, there's there's no account of that. So th- so that's all, that's all, that's all that's yeah. all I'm saying. Not 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 to disparage the plight, of course not, of course right. not. Still sucks. It's horrible. Despicable. Of course. Despicable. Right. But there's an account of building bricks. Right. Not right. building pyramids. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Oh my goodness. I'm still I'm
1: still kind of stewing about Black Panther. I can't lie.
0: Yeah, it's was, gonna it's gonna sting for a while.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I gotta I gotta purge myself of this appreciation for black ethnostates. It's not and it's not a good thing uh, you know even if they even if they prompt it up as such a good thing like this is what people a lot of people are holding on to right now this is what would happen if, if black people never encountered white people it just be everything would be perfect
0: everything everything and, and but it's not it's not like it's such a fantastic idea you can find a lot of people that hold to that belief and and it's and it's it's fun and predictable to engage people like that in um um, you know, a conversation. Cause it always comes back to um, yeah, but that was before the white man. On everything. There was there was no violence, there was no disease, there was nothing bad at all. Right. There was perfect, unbroken utopia. And everything that's happened since, even when no white people are involved, it's like, Yeah, but y'all taught us how to kill each other. So mm-hmm. that's still on y'all. So cool. if, if... <laughs> If we it's ruled the planet just for a million
1: legends. years. Yeah. We ruled the planet for a million years in peace. And then an unlearned, unbathed cave dog. <laughs> just <laughs> fucked it all up. Just came <laughs> 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 yeah, us Start killing each other and tearing shit down. Do it. <laughs> he just came out of the cave right. barking with a stick.
2: <laughs> wearing some
1: animal skins and shit. Angry. He was banging his sister in there.
0: And it just destroyed the whole fucking planet, bro Me and my children of incest will rule the next millennia I have seen it in the vision
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the official cave dog accent,
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) Right The monocle,
1: the monocle, the walking sticks a monocle of walking stick and bloody wolf fur for his
0: <laughs> <fucking>
1: <laughs> <laughs> barking in between his fucking
0: speech. Rock them, make
1: <laughs> <laughs> From here, we will take our God ordained revenge on the Negro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will learn to build spaceships and conquer the world by our. By all by the power of bloodlust. But
1: by God, I'll never stop banging my sister.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, we'll write that into our religion. We'll, we'll fucking sneak it in there. It's all good. It's
0: gonna be in there.
1: Wow, dude, this is very problematic. I feel like I feel like we might get some uh, some 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 DMs about this episode.
0: I don't know. I think we're sufficiently inoculated. Yeah, that's uh, the, we're pretty protected um, If we If we could ever get a third mic that's an Asian I think we're good I think right. we would literally have all Bases covered uh, and no A gay Asian a gay Asian oh, woman Right right oh good lord The trifecta um, Margaret Cho we should see about Getting Margaret Cho if we can get Margaret Cho as the third mic We will officially be inoculated against All charges of Discrimination and racial hatred Uh, I feel like Margaret Cho, as it
1: stands right now, might be one of our biggest (laughs) detractors. I mean, her her whole makeup would be perfect for what we need, but I don't think that person would actually be like, yeah, I'll hop on. It'd be pretty hard to find a gay Asian woman that'd be like, yeah, I dig (laughs) it. I dig where you guys are going with this.
0: (laughs) A lot of talk about the juice. My agent loved it. Uh, I'm definitely going to be on.
1: But <laughs> well, we're going to need you to ease up on a few things. <laughs> I sent it in the email. I'm let you guys know what's up with that. Oh, dude, speaking of, I think uh, I was at my homie's house on Thanksgiving, and I had my first real conversation with a person who hates the juice hates. in real hates. life, like in real life. But like hates...
0: Like define hate.
1: He said they want us all dead.
0: And okay, but when they say, <laughs> <not good> <laughs> like, "Okay, I'll be a little bit more." Trying- <laughs> the Jews want to kill us all, the Jews no, want us all no, dead. But, but, little- he would even, but he would even say, like, and that's exactly what a Jew would do. Just right. miss the point and keep making excuses. See? See? But that's how they are. <laughs> but seriously, like, okay, and the reason I ask is because now. If you what constitutes hate is basically assessing any kind of propensity from a particular culture or school of thought. But the implication is always that even if you're speaking in those generalities, you don't literally mean everybody that could be potentially of that elk. Shares right, that opinion, right, right. and so when he says they, does he mean it in like the Illuminati sense, or in the literal everyone that's of that uh, ethnic origin is on board with the kill us all agenda? Right. So we
1: had a really good talk. So let me just say that it was it was amazing how it started. It was very interesting, but it ended up being hilarious, and we I think we got to a good place where we we agreed on all pretty much everything. Once we got down into the conversation, we agreed about a lot of stuff. We both had some insights, but uh, the way it started well, we was we was talking about bad agricultural practices. So you you know I'm at the party when Monsanto right. comes up and she, you know we start talking about bad agricultural practices. And we were talking about the chemical fertilizers and how the shit that they use originated you know, with Nazi scientists in Germany I was like, that's the shit they were using to kill Jews And everybody looked over at him When I said Jews, they were like, oh shit <laughs> like,
0: like, oh, he's triggered Like I they already this. know They already know, <laughs>
1: everybody <Yeah>. already knew <laughs> so, Yeah,
0: okay, I think that might legitimize you As, uh, as a <laughs> Yeah,
2: everybody If knew. that's I all it takes the
0: word. and you already have a reputation for it that maybe
1: Oh yeah, know. everybody knew They were like, oh shit, don't get him started but uh, yeah, that was one of the one of the strongest phrases I heard Is they want us all dead. And uh it was a lot of stuff though. I might even be able to get them on the show, to be honest. You
0: should. Listen, I might I'm be able to get them a on. The show. Yeah. If 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 they want us all dead and Cold Sun can can eventually get on, that'd be great, man. We would, we should try yeah. to get one person if not every week, every other week. Yeah. Just as many random guests as possible.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree because I'd I'd love to have them both on at the same time. I don't know how to, it would probably be too wide that'd of a conversation. Be, that'd be tough. But just but just to be able to name an episode, "Cold Sun," once it's all dead, that would
0: make, <laughs> it would be worthwhile. <laughs> it would, and I, and I already know because the cold the cold sun theory originated in the uh the black supremacy consciousness. So I think they would be on on the same page on a lot of stuff.
1: Right. Right.
0: It, it, so, was, it was a good conversation though very good. very
1: good very eye opening and like i said it ended on a very positive note and that probably has a lot to do with the fact that i am not of the juice persuasion so he didn't feel <laughs> you know he didn't feel super uh, a big need to point it at anybody in specific it just happened to come up and it seems to be one of the topics that he likes to 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 rant on i thought it was hilarious though just just hearing him say they want us all dead It's all because of them. All this shit, everything that's happening—you know—they run the media. Of course, you know that—that's the—that's the the easy stuff. They run the media. They—they—you know—they're in control of all of this and control of all of that. And a lot of it is, you know, objectively true. So it's not like it's a lie, but it's like you have to look a little bit into it to figure out, like, okay, so does this mean that these people place a place cultural value? On you know business acumen and ownership and things like that Or is it just because they're the juice and they want us all dead Like why do they own all the media stations though There's got to be more in there than just they want us all dead
0: But when you okay so And that's that's, uh, something to make a distinction of Of when you talk about Okay when it's objectively true Like it's objectively true that Jewish people run the media, or objectively true that people that are in these positions of power happen to be Jewish, because those those are two drastically different things. Because it could just because it could just be, in certain areas where um, things um, pay a lot of money, or they're in a certain industry, they're attractive positions that people would would want to have. Right. Right. So if you come from a culture where your mother hates you if you're not as successful as possible right um, and you're compelled to try to progress as much as possible. It could just be like when you talk about finance or the media the, these are positions that come with um, a lot of wealth. So if, if you're like if you're objectively looking at it like as, as an immigrant, and I come to America, and my whole my whole thing is, okay, well, I want to get rich. America's the land of opportunity. What's paying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, if I learn how to manage a hedge fund, I'm going to be a billionaire. Cool. Let me get into that. Okay, they're going to pay me $60 million a year to run a network. Cool. Let me get into that. Um, Rather than um, there's like a cabal, and it's all owned, because technically— a lot of these companies are owned by the shareholders, right? And there's and there's ownership also in, um, you know, or influence from like a board of directors and who's got a majority of shares. You know, there may be a couple of people who, who have more influence than others. But when, when you look at it, instead of all these disparate interests kind of converging into these things, like, Okay, the interest of the shareholders to make money, the interest of the person to ascend to that level, the people that happen to get in these positions, did they do it as a part of the cabal or it was just that's the game being played and this particular group is good at playing the game. So they get into these positions, not necessarily with a nefarious agenda to make sure that they're all dead. Right. Right. Like. It, it could, it could, it could be that there's an explanation for why it appears that there's all these people in these positions, but it's not necessarily a part of a cabal. It might just be happenstance, right? Because then you also have to count for like failures, you know what I'm saying? Or people that really weren't that successful, like Lenny Bruce died in his 40s, you know what I mean, from like a heroin overdose, and I, and I'm pretty sure he died broke. And he had a fucked up life. So when you talk about like all the power of the media and controlling finance and in positions like the he I think he had to go to the Supreme Court, like and the police. were all, So it's like, you know, it, just by virtue of being Jewish, he didn't get any help. You right. know what I'm saying? He didn't get any help. He didn't have any protection. He didn't have any financial backing. And if there's all these positions and people or, or people in positions of power that are solely devoted to. To the race and that level that it would take to have this cabal Wherein they would have the power just to want everybody dead Right Like no power to come to that dude's aid Like how do we explain any kind of Jewish suffering Or Jewish poverty You know what I mean Like uh, even like what's going on now Like with de Blasio You know fucking with the Jews more so than anybody else Like for cracking down on their public gatherings Like where's the power to be like, you can't do that. Don't you know we run the world? Like, how can we do that? And even the news agencies, you know what I'm saying, that cover it, they're like on the side of like, yeah, these people shouldn't be getting together. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I I I I because I get what I get what you're saying and I get what he's saying, right? But I don't know that it necessarily denotes like a grand cabal or conspiracy just because since people of this ethnicity occupy that space, that proves they must be in on it in an agenda. Because, like, like if I did the same thing, like, with the NBA, right? And the NBA is a grand conspiracy so that most middle-aged men are entertained rather than informed, right? So the reason why 80% of the NBA is black is because they want us all dumb. They want to trick us, instead of being informed or reading books, we're watching people play games and they're making millions of dollars playing a game that distracts us, right? You know, So there's a majority of black people in those positions. Does it mean that they're in those positions just because there was some sort of scheme involved that they needed to be in those positions and that they have such a degree of loyalty to each other that it's all like a show? Yeah, we're different teams, we're trying to win. Who's gonna win the championship and we're competing against each other? But really, we know what we're doing. We're distracting the white man from reading and being informed. We're distracting him with this game. Bread and circuses, bitches. Bread and circuses.
1: Right, right, right. And I guess when you think about it, too, like you think about the percentage of the people when you talk about who owns the media. You know, to, to say that it's the juice in general is a little bit disingenuous because what percentage of them are benefiting from... The, the handful of people who own the media like does that trickle down to everybody who identifies as the Jews? like is there some type of uh ethno you know ethno account where they all get a percentage of that like what how does it, it doesn't really benefit them as a whole as far as i know unless there's some shit going on that we don't know about It doesn't, and I
0: and I would let you know that's my commitment to this broadcast. Right, (laughs) is that I give away all the secrets. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point, right? Yeah, I I feel
1: like uh, there's a handful of people who you could charge with that, and you could say, you know, their personal ideologies and shit like that trickle down to what we get to see and what we get to experience and consume as far as the media goes. But are those people? In alignment with the entire Group is that what the Group says that they want Disseminated out to the public or is this just a group Of really rich Elite people who make their own who make The decisions
0: If you're going to blame it on all of
1: them If you're going to blame it on all of them there needs to be some kind of Body politic that we can identify And show where this is not Just like like Illuminati shit Even if it was a group You know 10 or 20 80-year-old white guys who decided they wanted to run everything are they taking memos from the other white men in the country like uh, of what they want to see and how they want things depicted or are they just making their own decisions that elite rich guys make
0: well what what people are really talking about when they get in these conversations is they're talking about power and power can, is a minority within a minority within a minority power isn't evenly distributed to everybody and Throughout history, it's always been a very, very small minority. We're talking about kings and priests. We're talking about a handful of people making decisions for the masses, wherein the masses are mostly powerless, and the handful of people are um, unbelievably powerful, and they reap much more benefits from the system that they're governing than the people that are being governed. That's always been the way that it works, and the right. struggle throughout human history is to wrestle as much power and wealth from uh, the the ruling monarchy to the to the people beneath it, right? And that right. that's been considered progress when as many people are as empowered as possible. But when you talk about, you know, this particular person, because it's the same thing like white supremacy, like okay. So white supremacy is this omnipotent force in America. So you're telling me white supremacy is so omnipotent and so obsessed with white uh, supremacy that it's disinterested in Nigerians becoming millionaires and there being poor white people in West Virginia and the Appalachians and shit? Because then it becomes like, okay, guys, this is an embarrassing effort of white supremacy. Because right. if it's all powerful and it encompasses and it controls everything, it seems that you are failing in in being a white supremacist if you're allowing people from fucking uh, Nigeria and Ethiopia to come here, learn the language, and and do better dollar for dollar than the majority of the white population when you have white people that are below the poverty line. It would seem like it would be an imperative of white supremacy— to prove its efficacy and loyalty to its own proclaimed nefarious agenda, to take that money away or to keep money away from people with black skin to empower people with white skin, if that's what it is. But because it doesn't play out that way, it's like, mm, I don't know. And it's the same thing with with the Jewish shit. Like When people say the Jews control the media as an entity or the Jews control banking, yeah, there's a lot of Jewish people in those professions. There's also a lot of people that aren't Jewish in those professions. But you are talking about being disproportionately represented uh, based on um, um, based on population. But you're also talking about some of the most sought after, like elite jobs and careers that are available. Things that are very, very attractive that everybody. Would want to get into, so it would make sense that that people that are uh, money or success motivated, that are ambitious, they're going to pursue those things. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's a cabal or that there is um, that there's any benefit being distributed to everybody of that ethnicity because there's a handful of people being successful. That's just what it is. It's a handful of people. That have uh inordinate amounts of money, power, and influence. And the rest of us kind of have to fucking deal with it and make our way the best the the best that we can. But yeah, everybody does not have an equal amount of power, money, and influence. It's it's just it's just not what it is. But when you get to that position of power, whatever your ethnicity is, it doesn't mean that you're empowered to do anything on behalf of your race. Like, I think it's it's much more simple than that. I think most people are doing it on behalf of their immediate family. I don't give a... I, I don't I, think yeah, most yeah. people give a fuck Definitely. about any kind of race. They're like, yo, I don't give a fuck. Like, the Nigerian dude that gets here and he makes a million dollars and he's he's like, he gives a fuck to be like, yo, I wanna... Yo, he's like, yo, anybody in Nigeria is fine. My immediate family, that's what I'm taking care of. I don't give a fuck to move a nigerian agenda ahead you know what i'm saying or the dude from mexico like i want to i want to move the mexican agenda ahead he's like yo my country is corrupt therefore the people are suffering and poor i'm sending my money back to my immediate family that's why i'm here to create wealth that's all i give a fuck about
1: right not the mexican agenda
0: right (laughs) yeah it's so easy to
1: to, to charge somebody else with that and paint that picture when there's already this thing that exists, you know, this villainy that exists in the, in the undercurrent. You can say shit like that. You can say they and it, it'll work depending on what the uh, what the topic is, what you're talking about. But that's that is crazy, because if there were, you know, I mean, and think about it, who would have top people? just say in the media, who are the top, how many top people do you think? Because there's only, what is it, four or five corporations? There's six, I believe. So six corporations that control everything. So how many people total do you think that counts for having control, really? If there's six corporations, how many people do you think that adds up to being in control of the media? Just the six CEOs? and maybe they're, you know immediate uh, next in command or something Or, or however you want to next in charge however you want to call it how many people is that to say as a, a overarching statement the juice runs the media how many people does that account for well
0: let's see um, as of September 2020 six media giants control it looks like 90% of all media right it is uh AT&T cbs comcast disney news corp and viacom so you know what let's look up the ceos (laughs) right and then so we got at least six ceos but then who else
1: you know like you said I'm, i'm sure stockholders have a lot to say about the influence and the direction so if you got six companies you got six ceos so if six do all of those so who let's see who these
0: people are first And we and we have to guess. Uh, so we're playing the game: Jew right. or not Jew? Jew or not Jew? Dude, we need some music So
1: okay, Disney CEO is Bob Chappic. Chappic. Bob Chappic.
0: Disney sound CEO. Sounds very Jewish
1: to me. I had yeah, twenty-six year career with Walt Disney, and born in. Hammond, Indiana in 1960. His father was a World War II veteran. I guess you could uh, that that right there kind of proves he's not the juice, right?
0: Yeah, I don't think he's the juice. Yeah, like, if I were a World War II yeah. veteran. But not <laughs> but, and not only that, like let's remember too, like, Disney was a proud supporter oh, of the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. So yeah <laughs> that's right. That's right. So Disney's off the list. So, okay. And Chapic, that sounds—I don't know what that sounds. It sounds like uh, look it up, like Chappic Native surname. American.
1: Chapic yeah, surname
0: Chappic.
1: origin. Chapic surname. Oh, this is uh, Czech. check. Hold okay. on. Hold on now. Ooh,
0: hold, on. <laughs> oh, Eastern hold on. European. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, this ain't looking so good. All of a sudden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I might leave this one alone. Yeah, Chapik, Feminine, Chapkova, Czech pronunciation. Yeah, it's a Czech surname. Hmm. Okay, so we're going to put that one in the maybe.
0: Okay, now we got Comcast CEO is Brian Roberts. Okay. Now, Roberts, I believe, it's, it goes back like to England or France, Robert. Let me see. It says Wales. Okay. Or Ireland. Okay.
1: British surname of patronymic origin, patronymic origin, reflecting servile status. Wow. Deriving from the given name Robert, meaning bright renown. Okay. Okay. So that's probably a no. We could throw him out. Throw him out. we'll see. One no, one maybe.
0: CBS CEO, and we've got, uh, Les Moonves, what, that name sounds familiar, Les Moonves, okay, executive chairman of the CBS Corporation, oh, it looks like, okay, he just, okay, he was removed in 2018. So he's not the current, but this he is He might still be good. one of
1: those deep look. state guys, one of those freaking, you know. I think he might have been on Q's list.
0: Okay, wait. Yeah, okay. Les Moonves, born in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> That's what I knew. <laughs> uh, to a Jewish family. Mm. So there we okay, go. Okay, so we got one. That's a definite.
1: So We got one in every category right now. We got a yes and no and a maybe. All right, but he's not the
0: current one. Let's look up the current one, too. Who's the current? Uh, Bob Backish. And he was the Viacom CEO. Oh, see, he's moving from place to place. (laughs) So Bob Backish. Let's look up Bob Backish.
1: I thought that was the wrestler's name for a second, but that was Bob Backlund.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Backish is an American business executive. So let's go to his Wikipedia says Brooklyn, New York. I'm just going to bow out gracefully. The, the surname to...
1: Bakish is Hindi Russian. New Jersey. Sounds like Russian ancestry, possibly.
0: Yeah, well, we, a lot of us come from Russia.
1: That's pretty ill. Kind of searching up people's genealogy right now to see if if they should be indicted for working in the media. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't supposed to have this job because of your genetic makeup.
0: You can't people people will get suspicious. Yeah, so I think I think backish is a maybe. Another maybe? Okay.
1: Well, even I mean, we're talking about six people here. You know, like still, would that really constitute Would that make that phrase true, that
0: they run the media because of six CEOs? I mean, look at it like this, too. You have this in every kind of industry, right? Where, you know, your dad was a longshoreman, your uncle was a longshoreman. Like, there was a time where most of the police were, what, like Irish? Yeah. Right? And there was jobs that was mostly Italian um, in certain like construction fields and things. Yep. So there. So what happens is is like okay, you're you get a foothold in the industry, especially when you're an immigrant community and you're a, a, a you know um, an emerging community, like getting your footing in America. So like if you got a business, yeah, you're gonna look out and you know, and then it may be that like damn, all the cops are Irish and all the construction workers are you know um, Italian or whatever. And I think that that's just how it played out in banking, in media, in Hollywood. I just think those were industries that uh, Jewish people got into. And then once you're in that industry and you hold sway in that industry, it's inevitable that more of your your family.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So that makes sense. I mean, this is just something that there was a whole nother like conspiracy theory side of this with, you know, the Medes and people specifically picking these jobs because of the influence that they think it would give them. So that, that's a little bit harder for me to accept because you, you can't really know where you're going to end up and how it's going to affect... You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go into media because that way I can decide how the world feels and and we can you know uh, influence you know, racial unrest and shit like that. Right. There's no way you can make that decision going into an industry. Even if you're not going in from the ground up, even if you got an uncle that worked there and he bring you in at a high level, I don't think... Even with media, do you think people go into media with the idea that they're going to shape the narrative that people live their lives by? Or like you said, is it just a lucrative industry to be in? And so popular, hundreds of billions of dollars a year, people watch mad TV, all, there's hundreds of TV shows and movies, all this shit. It just seems like it could just be a lucrative place. But do you think, how could you even go in there with nefarious ideas, thinking that you're going to get in there and make some changes to the social fabric just because you you work in the news or some shit like that is that like I don't I don't know I don't know if that's a real place that you I feel like you you would be more likely to just be a politician if that's you know, what you want to
0: do. When we first started out, I was against it, but I think I agree with your friend now. Oh shit! I, I think if we I don't even want to look at the last three companies because I just got a feeling it's just gonna reaffirm everything. It's <laughs> just to make it worse. So I just, gonna be like, see, told you. Yeah, told you. <laughs> see, y'all tried to debunk me, and now look. <laughs> they true. know i mean it's it's one of those things where it's it's been proven that governments capitalize on points of influence you know uh as soon as the nazis figured out propaganda you know i mean that's essentially been um like i mean that's what film is film is the most effective tool and yeah you could tell stories with it right but every story has a moral of the story you know that's how human civilizations have gotten along that's how we dream when you dream you're just telling yourself a story when you want to shape a culture you're telling a story if you look at what the bible is it's a collection of stories right right? it's allegories and here's the moral of the story so yes stories are powerful um things within the human psyche like they are they are Um, A fundamental part of the human experience and they do have the power to be influential whether there's there's this consciousness that comes with wielding that power um, I don't know it could be and I would even go so far as to say is that I do think that there probably are some people that think that way you know I'm I'm sure
1: for people who work in the media that have those types of ideas
0: I'm, I'm sure there's some some Zionists who think that um, that we are um, the superior uh, race on Earth because we're God's chosen people and, you know, we're so successful. and Look at all the Nobel Prizes we won and we've gotten these positions of power because blah, 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 blah. Whatever the narrative that they, you know, would say to themselves and they may see it. And it's how a lot of people, you know, it's how the the condescending Karens think, you know, like, I know better. And, you know, I know what black people really need. And that's why I'm going to go protest because I know, you know, it's all this kind of paternalism that comes in. I'm sure there's some people, some uh, Jewish people within those industries who, who may subscribe to like a form of, of Zionism, where they think, you know, like, uh, we're God's chosen people, and everybody else here is destined to be our servant. And our ability to succeed on here on Earth, uh, no matter what the circumstances, is evidence of that. You know, I do think culturally, uh, because of the Jewish experience and the kinds of jobs that Jewish people were forced to have, I do think that that had an effect like on human speciation. If you're talking about people who were kept out from a lot of different sectors and were ruled over by all these other people, but all they had, was like, uh, you know, uh, massive amounts of like literacy and an obsession with stories and culture and, you know, I, I don't know, I, I could see how that would develop you in a different way that would make you be able to flourish in the modern setting that we have here. So, like, you're not allowed to have X, Y, and Z jobs, but for five or six hundred years, you could do clerical work you could keep the books, you could do this, you could loan money, right? But you can't do any of this other stuff. Well, then you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years of European Jews not being basically allowed to participate in a lot of other forms of society. So you're going to speciate differently. So if you're getting particularly good at um, certain skills that are going to be really, really valuable... You know, once you move completely into like um, uh, a service and tech based economy, right, where, you know, like manual labor and, you know, it's just not the it's not the same as what it what it was. Right. So, like, I mean, I I don't know. I I think I think there could be a plausible, rational, uh, scientific explanation where you might see um, certain I don't know certain kinds of success in because you I mean and it's not it's not a matter of superiority or being better it's about the, the way that the world works now at this particular moment in history you know and it, and it, yeah. and it's just like you would always you know like if if I could beat you up in a fight right but but you could outwit me so if me and you played a game of jeopardy and you're going to sun me at jeopardy and there's no way I can compete right but i'm like i'm bigger than you i could punch you in your shit and i can win right i'm going to want the game to be no jeopardy doesn't mean anything right right right, right. I, i'm going to want the game to to cater to my strengths and 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 if you listen to what everybody is saying everybody wants the game to kind of cater to their strengths or what their perceived strengths are you know so I, I don't know, man. Wouldn't I, that
1: be something similar could could have taken... and well, not could have, but I don't even think it's a debate. Something very similar happened with speciation as far as, you know, American black folks and physicality and why the sports... Most sports are, like, 70-plus percent black
0: people. Right, and, and, and if we're being... If we're being honest, like, it's it's not even a joke. Like, that's the reason why... You know the Great White Hope exists is because nine times out of nine and a half, the black dude is gonna win. Yeah, that's just it. So it becomes a thing like the Great White Hope. Like yeah, eventually maybe a white dude will win. <laughs> like right. that. That's kind of the under. But I mean even that. Like and the, I forget the name of the dude. Uh, I think his name was uh Jimmy the Greek. Like he got fired off a of radio. I think it was back in like the seventies. So, like, even then, there was certain shit you couldn't say, but it's, like, everybody kind of knows, right? And it makes sense, and comedians touch on it, and it, but it's one of those things where it's, like... And this is where we start getting into some 1984 shit, because it's, like, one of those things, like, everybody kind of knows but you're not allowed to say, right? right and it doesn't yeah. mean that every black person is um, a superior f- a physical specimen, right? But by and large, like, as a trend, if you were noticing a trend, it's like, yeah, yeah. If you were watching a fight nine times, you were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Black Dude's going to win. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, not, yeah. it's, not, it's not something that you're, you're even thinking about. But, I mean, I, I think what happens is people, when something becomes a known quantity, people get afraid that that's going to mean that that's destiny okay, so you're good at this, so that's all you can ever be. Like, yeah. look, there might be a Jewish basketball player someday. I'm not aware of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but when I, when you couldn't tell me I wasn't going to get into the NBA when I would play religiously like every single day, I wasn't like, uh, my favorite player is Magic Johnson, but he he he's not Jewish, so I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, no, nah, my favorite player is Magic Johnson. Like, it wasn't even a thought in my head that right. This guy doesn't look like me. It wasn't even a thing. It's like, yo, the sport, the ability to win. Is... Now, when you get older, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, so I got into high school. I'm like, yeah, all the black kids can dunk and I can just grab the rim. Okay, I get it. I'm going to go find something else to do. Not, no problem. I get right. it. You
1: know, my... I'm going to work on calling these cable companies and getting my dollar back. Right,
0: right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get really good at arguing and being an annoying asshole. That's how I'm going to make my way. Getting charges
1: reversed, I'll, I'll just get good at getting by. <laughs> my charges reversed, which is
0: a pretty good investment, to but, be honest. But I mean, it 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 doesn't mean that okay, if you're black, you have to do something in sports, right? It it that, that doesn't mean that it just means that if we're being we're we're being scientific about the way humans speciated we got different skill sets and it's the same thing within groups like if all of your ancestors are short you're fucking short right you yeah. know what i'm saying like you have if you don't have some tall people in your gene pool you're not going to be tall as much as you as it's your ambition like i i believe that i'm tall okay you're but you're not and there's nothing that you're going to do to to change that. So some of these things are immutable, but it doesn't it doesn't mean like for your ability to succeed in life and the kinds of professions that you can get into that you're destined not to because there's always outliers and there's always other factors that are involved, you know? Yeah. And there's there's just certain things like even to this day, I mean, it it you're, I don't know, man. It, it's such like a hot button issue. Like I understand why people would feel like, um, why they hate the juice, you know, like because you could look like we just went through the CEOs and it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. But it it's one of those things where it's like, if you think of everything in turn, of racial terms, right. You're going to see everybody's success as a group success when it's not. Right. It's an individual right, success. Right. Right. But and you'll... even
1: if it happens to be a certain number of people in that specific space that share some type of genetic makeup, that don't mean that they're all in alliance with each other. And it's tri- that, 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 has, that really doesn't mean anything else, honestly. Because like you said, you can look at uh, so many other industries and probably see something very similar because of how long those lines have been that way. So and, I, and yeah, so it doesn't really say that. anything Yeah, it's great for them, why not? I mean, shit dude, I'm, If people can get into a lucrative, indu- uh, lucrative industry And get a stronghold in it That just, I mean That really doesn't change That's what everybody's trying to do So and, if they were successful in that space That doesn't necessarily betray
0: anything nefarious That's what everybody is trying to do Right, and it doesn't mean that nobody else can be successful Within that now, like if you're specifically I I think where the fucked up shit comes comes in is where people suspect that it may be there. But it's a very hard thing to prove is that once you're there, um, whether you're conscious of it or not, you're going to look out for your own more than opportunities for anybody else. And so if there was an opportunity for you to hire a Jewish dude versus a black dude would you hire the jewish dude just because you're jewish right and i and i and i think what we would all like to believe is if you're running a business if you're making a hiring decision you want the best person for the job period cuz that's what's best for your bottom line and you would hope people who are succeeding because of their business acumen would that would translate into their like i'm not willing to take a loss on my investment and not get a ROI on hiring you just because you're more similar to me biologically. Right. Cuz I cuz I don't think you can succeed and get to that level if that's how you're thinking. Like, you know, uh this guy is going to get me a 40% return. This dude is going to lose me 30%, but fuck it, he looks like me. Like Right. You can't run your business like that indefinitely. And you know, and if there was no I I mean, so uh, like Will Smith, you know, Will Smith wasn't a great actor when he started, you know, and and, and so he transitioned from from being uh, an MC to a to an actor, and he became like an A list actor. He has more money than most of us can ever fathom, you know what I mean? And like, but we wouldn't say you know black people control Hollywood.
1: Right, like, even though that, he's the most, you know, the, clearly the top paid, and they also call him the most bankable, which means even if your movie sucks and you put him in it, you still yeah, are guaranteed you to make. Return. You're still going to get a return, right? So, if, if, how can that exist in the same place where everything else is supposed to be stacked? But I guess you know that's where the conspiracy shit comes in. Like you said, it, it just has a, it's a very bad model for white supremacy. If you decide to make a, <laughs> you decide to make people rich just to, uh, to do some roundabout way of holding other people down. It's like, oh, yeah, they'll make one of y'all a billionaire just because he promises to not help the rest of y'all. It's like, well, why wouldn't they just
0: not let him be a billionaire either, though? So, like, how does that help, really? And, and not only that, like, what he has, nobody can give him that. Because at the end of the day, his career is based on his popularity and likability. That's that's all being an actor is. Like, is people like to see you talk (laughs) and be in motion. That's it. So they'll, and like you said, they'll sit through a shitty Will Smith movie just because it's Will Smith. So his power to generate wealth, no Jewish person could confer that upon him. Like, you now have the ability to be a box office draw. Yeah, you can't just knight him into being the most bankable
1: Hollywood actor. There's no way to choose that. There's no way to, to you know what I mean? To set that up and make it work. You you can't do that. Because yes. if, if they could do it, why would they have chosen him and not somebody who looks like them? And not only that,
0: like, Mel Gibson is still making movies. Really? Yes. Good Lord. So, I mean... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean... What's he up to
1: these days? Think, Other than I... avoiding a pack of niggas. I mean, what is, I... what is he think... doing? <laughs>
0: But I I think I think the 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 there was a movie, uh I think it was called Get the Fat Man. Like it's about murdering okay. Santa Claus. Oh Lord. Wait a minute. Yeah, I think he's
1: he's kind of unraveling a little bit. The, the the mask is slipping big time for that guy. I mean I just I just stepped through a crappy Will Smith movie recently too, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I just watched uh what you call uh, Gemini Man the other day? Oh wait, yeah, it's, it's just called, called Fat Man. Man. And is he? Yeah, this looks like one of those vigilante, some
0: like a dark comedy, maybe. It just released, and you know what? And I'm gonna get it, and I don't care what he said about the juice. Oh good, I Lord. don't care. I'm gonna support Mel Gibson just to show I don't have any hard feelings. I'm still upset about the pack of niggas. I mean, I'm still upset.
1: I'm upset that he referred to it as a pack. You know what? I'm not. I don't I'm even not... mind the nigger word that much. It's just it was the pack that pissed me off. It's bad. It's <laughs> indefensible. <laughs> oh man! But you know who's worse though, in my opinion? Because but he, but he was, but, he was but raging just,
0: out on his lady. But before we go, before we go on, just can just for and this will sound horrible though. But can't you appreciate the artistry of that level of racism? Absolutely. Like it, it's it's horrible, but it's like. You've, you've taken something so primal and visceral and ugly, and you've given it, like, this poetic essence. You know what I mean? It's true. Like,
1: it's true. It's, it's true. You know what comes to mind is, uh, what's that movie called? Was it Any Given Sunday? Uh, I think it's
0: the football movie. Where they have a dick shot.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, there was, where the woman goes into the locker room, and they have a straight-on-pipe shot. Yeah. Of and I, and shot. I, was,
0: I was on a date. I remember oh, I took a check wow. to go see it Yeah mm. it, fuck, it fucked my day up Yeah that probably didn't end well It's either. like so this is what you think dicks look like huh <laughs>
1: Yeah I'll let you me are... just drop you off back home it's just Yeah fucking... I'm not even gonna try I don't have <laughs> This is <laughs> with James Woods in that movie He saw his girl Was going on a date with the football players and he said some pretty wild shit to her too. He's like, "I hope you get banged." He said, "You're gonna get banged by uh, a, a bunch of Neanderthals or some shit like that." He called them basically cavemen. But that was that was soft compared to Mel Gibson.
0: Yeah, that was that's funny. I mean, yeah, pack is pack is harsh. But to to be fair, he didn't know he was being recorded. And and the only reason I bring that up is we live in a society where at the very least. Even the most avid racist knows that there's a level of decorum and politeness. like if you're a hardcore racist, you're not following the rules. like if if you're committed to hate, you're 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 not gonna self-censor you know what I'm saying like right right The, right. the, the dude that shows up at the clan rally because we like to call everybody as a part of the clan he does not care how you feel about what he's saying. He is he is not participating in being polite or using the right language. So, to be fair, Mel has only publicly uh verbally accosted the Jews. Right. The right. his 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 uh reference um to the original peoples of planet Earth was in a private moment with his bitch wife. Who's a who's a complete cunt. And so he's paid for everything and you put him mm-hmm. out there like that. Like, I don't know why she didn't get more shit. Like, that's that's just a fucked up thing to do, you know? Yeah,
1: it is pretty bad. It is pretty... And, and like you said, you have no idea what else was going on. I mean, you can't really judge a man by what he's saying, what he's screaming at his uh, estranged ex-wife or some shit like that. This is something
0: that's Current wife. Oh, every, oh, she... Every,
2: every he was currently, man,
0: at the time, he was still married to her. Yes, and every man that's been with a a beautiful woman... And dealt with her craziness. Eventually, you become crazy too, even if it's just for a moment. Disavow. Everybody disavow. Now, when you're at when you're at Mel Gibson level, it shouldn't be happening. Right. You're a multi millionaire. Like you're, right. you're fucking up, putting yourself. But I mean, listen. If I forked out millions and millions of dollars for her loser singing career just to make her feel good. And you you doing me like that, I'd be pretty upset too. I, I I mean I don't know if I'd refer to anybody as packs, but you know it's it was a private moment. It was a wow. private indefensible moment. But I don't know, man. I don't think yeah. I, I just don't think you can judge somebody and everything that they're doing or if they should be allowed to continue to be a person based on a horrible moment. Right. A, a clearly, like, enraged, like, he wasn't
1: just sitting in his chair, reclined, smoking a, smoking a stogie, talking about packs of Negroes. Like, he, was, he right. was in a highly emotional state, screaming and yelling and shit. So that, it's hard to, to honestly judge
0: somebody. And, and not only that, because we throw the word Nazi around. Like, do you think, like, Himmler or Hitler or Goebbels, you know what I'm saying, or, or any of them dudes, do you think they'd be like, look, uh, we can star on a multi-million dollar blockbuster uh, with this black dude, Danny Glover? Like, let's just do it. Right. Do you think any of them dudes would be like, no, I'll find another way to make money?
1: Yeah, they're so not they're, even going to stand next to Danny Glover.
0: <laughs> right, so there's a level of, of commitment to racial hate that makes it impossible to do the things that Mel Gibson has done. And I'm sure, I would hope that him and Danny Glover had a conversation after that. Because that's an uncomfortable conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: That Lethal Weapon reunion is not in the cards after that. (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen. We were working on it, but communications fell apart. They disintegrated, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Because they are overdue for uh, another Lethal Weapon, the old man Lethal... Well, they were already old dudes back then, so...
0: Listen, who who did who did um who did a uh, Rocky uh, Balboa fight? Wasn't there an old man fight?
2: An a old movie man about fight?
0: old men fighting? Yeah, it was two old dudes boxing. I don't know, dude. Rocky Twelve or something.
1: I don't know if it was old guys. I I remember the last. I don't know. I didn't see them all, but the last few have been like him doing like protege shit because the Creed was the last. They was with the sons, and before that, I'm not even sure what the last Rocky movie
0: was. Maybe it wasn't him. It was, it. I think De Niro was in it. It was just these two old dudes fighting. Old man boxing match. <laughs> old man boxing movie. That's, Stallone and De Niro grudge match was the name of it. Grudge Damn, match. Twenty thirteen. That's a long time ago.
1: Well, okay. I'll <laughs> tell you who I think was worse. You give me your opinion. Okay. Uh, and I love this guy just because of this one movie series, Liam Neeson. And Taken is my shit. I love worse, it.
0: Worse than Pack?
1: Oh, it was bad. So, is that
0: worse? No, no. I know what you're talking about, but are you saying that's worse than Pack? The Pack yes. comic? Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Because give me your rationale.
1: He, you know, what happened with his friend, which is of course fucking horrendous, but she told him that a black guy was responsible, so he went out in the streets looking for a black man to assault. In real life. So he didn't make a comment on the phone,
0: but he was out in the actual world. Trying to fuck up a black <laughs> Trying dude. to beat up a, bla- a right.
1: random... <laughs>
0: black dude, right? You're all going to pay for what this one dude did.
1: Right. And then my right. first question... I, nobody asked him this qu- on his whole political run, apology run, whatever he did, because that kind of leaked. It didn't leak. He said it. He, he, he answered it, a question from a reporter, and he said very- it
0: he was very open about it which right. is what makes this all the more unfortunate
1: yeah because he wasn't trying to hide it he didn't get
0: it wasn't a gotcha moment. and he and he didn't have to volunteer it absolutely like he was he was giving you an insight like yo here's a time where i behaved very badly in a racist way and i understand how this you know how people can get in this mode and he never defended it like well right. of course the The bitch got raped. I had to beat up a black dude. What are you talking about? (laughs) And and he never, he never defended it. I disavow
1: referring to a rape victim as bitch. But go continue. As do I. As
0: do I. As do I. Thank
1: you. The fact that he went out in the real world to to try to hurt somebody was very revealing about his psyche. Right. His whole
0: quantitatively worse. And
1: also, nobody in this entire thing nobody asked him the question I wanted to ask. (laughs) There was a, a very poignant question that I would love... If I ever meet Leanne And I don't give a fuck if it's 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh, I, I always wanted to ask you something. <laughs> if she said she had been raped by a white guy, would you have gone out in the streets to assault a random white guy? Of course not. Right, th- that's... I would love to see the mental gymnastics that take place when he thinks about how to answer that there question. Is there, there is none. There is none. It's, because
0: it's, you wouldn't have done it, it's, period. It's, it's tribal hatred... And it's the same thing of why people are outraged if it's a police officer rather than it's a, a gang member. Right. It's, the, it's the same thing. It's, it's you're outside of my tribe, different rules apply. So it's, it's, a, it's an atavastic vestige of something that's long served us that we no longer need in the modern world, but it's, it's wired there in us. Right. Is is wired there in us And he was having So okay So I understand What you're saying now Because I thought you meant What he said In the interview Right Oh no no, so, no. I mean it, just his right, actions right. overall that, that,
1: Is yeah. worse than what That the guy said overall,
0: Absolutely But as far as him saying it In the interview I, I, I think that that was When we talk about Let's have an honest conversation About race This is a dude Confessing to you right. Some racist shit we did It's redemptive in and of itself The way we found out about it
1: Has a redemptive quality to it Because he openly admitted it And we would have never known if he didn't say that Right, right It wasn't a secretly recorded conversation It It wasn't like none of that Right, doesn't make it okay, right. but the fact that he spoke it the way he did kind of does give you, it makes you want to forgive him, it do, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that he didn't do anything to anybody, as far as we know I don't think Liam Neeson, I mean he's a Hollywood actor, Like, what was he really right. going to do? He probably would have got his ass kicked out there and then he would have came home right, and said right. I got mugged by a negro right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened
0: Yeah
1: He, he would have said <laughs> my friend got raped I got mugged, well, what the hell is up with these guys? Yeah that, that's exactly how
0: that story would have ended
1: <laughs> But I love Taken I can't front I can't but, front
0: but, I get, but do you have to not like Taken because of that This is just where it gets crazy It depends
1: so, I'm one of those people who who can who, and Are willing Not that I always can I'm willing to separate art from I'm mean, not willing to separate art from artists Like I'm not always willing to do it So, Do you
0: go to the th- grocery store at all Yes What was the last thing you bought at the grocery store? Oh, I bought a bunch of shit today, but I I bought some ice peas, some cheese. One item. The cheese. Okay. What if that cheese was prepared by a racist? Would you feel differently about eating that cheese?
1: Well, as long as it, you know, held up to the health standards and all of that shit. No, no, no. no.
0: The the quality of the product doesn't change at all. It's non-poisonous, health-giving nourishment. It just so happens that the person who worked in the factory okay. Produced that particular batch and packaged it Is an avid racist Because he works at the factory I'd still eat the
1: cheese If Why? he owned the cheese company I wouldn't eat the cheese Because he, mm-hmm. he's not really directly benefiting he's getting, a, he's getting a dollar an hour Whatever it is He works at a cheese factory And so do a whole bunch of other people But he was the, okay. if he was the CEO of the cheese factory And that's his family recipe and all that shit and he was a racist, I'd find a new cheese
0: Okay, but okay So, here, but okay, so when you do that He has to fire The 2,000 employees All of whom are not racist That's not my problem mm, Okay
1: Because, I mean, is it my Responsibility to support a scumbag So that he can pay the bills Of people who are not scumbags They should question why they work for
0: scumbags it's it becomes it becomes a question Of well you know most people who work a 9 to 5 it's a matter of desperation not necessarily absolutely absolutely and that's why so, i wouldn't go as far i don't do the boycotts i wouldn't tweet about it like if i
1: found the information i would silently withdraw from from you know giving that guy my money for his product i wouldn't say all oh, y'all should quit because y'all are scumbags too and you're complicit like right, i'm not right, that right. guy i right. would just make a decision and move on
0: and 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 that's fair and I and I and I can definitely uh, respect that. Yeah. And that's a dignified way to do it. And you're not trying to moralize and make everybody else feel guilty if they're No, yeah. yeah it's just doing. be
1: my personal decision. But that's what what makes a difference to me is the ownership and the benefit. So if you're an artist and you produce a product and I find out some shit that I really don't like about your character, especially if it's ongoing, it's not like some shit you did 20 years ago. If it's an ongoing character flaw, and you're unapologetic about it and all of that. I definitely am not gonna be like, yeah, well, I still like, seems like you're ready. I'm gonna keep listening to it.
0: All right. I, I, well, I, I can't. I'm gonna make it, okay, so I'm gonna make it more complicated. So the 2000 employees, and it's heavily, heavily invested in, and profits are made by a majority of Black investors that use that money to help empower people in the black community. Okay. You got to break people, it down a little bit. For so me. break it so, down a bit more. So, so here it is, this cheese made by this racist man, right? Employs people, but it just so happens that this is the tastiest, most beloved cheese for whatever reason in the black community. Cause it has so black people, tears in it. People. <laughs> <laughs> so people that owned People that owned stores, little grocery stores, right, they started realizing, like, man, this cheese sells out all the time. This is a really popular item. And a lot of a lot of um, these store owners got together, started investing heavily, and they made a lot of money by being invested in this cheese company, and that subsequently empowered them with more money, and they, in turn, were able to empower those communities that they were in. But it was because the quality of the cheese was so good and it had that, that benefit because they had that insight to say, okay, this is a product I should be investing in because I see, I see how, how these numbers are doing it. I keep the books of my store. Obviously, I see how well it's doing. So it just so happens. It was happenstance. Now, do we want to let all these black people that are buying the cheese know, hey, do you know the guy that made this cheese is a racist? So now they lose out on cheese that's delicious And all of these black millionaires that made money investing in this good product, they now have to find something else to do or they begin to lose money or they're no longer financially empowered because people start hating this fucking cheese because the head dude is an asshole. Right. So it's like a cost-benefit analysis of all the potential wealth that could be involved in all the parties that are involved, how much do we want to let that fly ruin the ointment? You know, how pure does something have to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if, like, okay, so uh, who was the, uh, I think the engineer for the Tribe Called Quest albums was Bob Power. He shouted them out on the record. Right. Okay. Um, What if we found out that Bob Power was just a horrible uh, anti-Semite. He just hated the juice. Hated him, hated him, hated him, hated him. Does that make does does that make vibes and stuff suck now? Because somebody who was involved in engineering that sound was a piece of shit. Like, how much good and how much of the art and the quality of a product do we let come through because it touches a few dirty hands?
1: Well, see, touching a few dirty—that's not, thats not. I can live with that. You know what I'm saying? Because he's he got paid, but he is not directly in continuous benefit of the sell and distribution of the product he was an engineer he, he did his part and he passed it
0: on right but in this but scenario if he was all the... these black people that are benefiting from from racist cheese <laughs> right. so but so is it is it is it worth taking the wealth away from that dude who has fucked up opinions when you know it's also going to destroy the wealth of all of these people that he hates and is it not more poetic justice that the fact that he has a publicly traded company and he is making money and he has racist opinions, but black people are profiting off of this dude's product that he's created, does that somehow bring about equilibrium?
1: Does uh, that no, make it I more think fair? the equilibrium
0: okay. would come about
1: when there was, a, you know, a concerted effort and plan to have a mass wealth transfer away from that business. That can't be. Uh, Long term, we we can't just stay here. We can't keep this person abundant with their with their current state of mind and their attitude. We can't keep them abundant. We might be able to use them to the benefit of us in greater numbers, but eventually we get our feet on the ground, we get to solid ground, and we do a huge wealth transfer. Everybody sell that shit at the same time or whatever. However, you would. Gotcha. I'm sure there's people, uh, economists or whatever people who study that shit that know exactly how to do that. They figure out when to buy, when to sell When to do it, and if everybody All the stockholders do that shit at the same time They extract the most possible wealth Away from the business and then never come back If that's not the plan, I can't fuck with you
0: Okay, well what about What about when he dies And his children inherit it But they're not racist
1: They should be trying to So it originated
0: with a racist
1: They should be trying to Uh See, I don't even know if it would last that long. I guess it would have to be in transition, right? If the wealth transfer didn't happen while he was still alive, really? if he happens to croak and his children are different, do we continue that situation? Uh, not if they don't. I don't know, bro. Right? That's a that's a hard one. But that's here's a the hard thing:
0: Do you think Kraft love black people?
1: I feel like I'm. See, How that's the, the thing. Nabisco? Most people, I think, they just like, like, don't care. I wouldn't so, have any reason to go to the extreme and think that they have a a disdain. I could think they just don't care. They're just neutral. They want to take care of their own family and shit like that. I'm not opposed to that. But if you have active hate, that's
0: different. Okay, I got what you're saying. You
1: know what I mean? Active hate. Not just like, you know... We just neutral. We take care of our own and, you know, our own as in my family, my cousin needs a job. My brother needs a job. Not like there's a black guy and a white guy in here for an interview. And I instinctively choose the white guy because he looks like me. That kind of thing is different than saying, you know, they're just neutral out here. I feel like there are people who are just neutral and just existing. They have no idea or no particular alignment one way or the other. They're just doing what they do. And I'm not mad at that at all, because I think that's a good way for a lot of people to be especially if you can take the opportunity to help when people need help and not just uh people who look like you like if you it, I think most corporations that make that kind of money should be involved and most of them are involved in some type of charity a lot of it is you know wishy-washy paper charities and shit like that but I think if you're trying to help people then that's a good
0: thing overall so disney uh was a fan of the Nazis. Obviously yes. the Nazis practiced active hate. They weren't indifferent, <laughs>
2: right?
0: Now, if I look at Disney, Disney's become I mean, an institution. It's it's a huge vehicle for wealth. It employs people, it it makes its uh, investors rich. It, it 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 puts out, it distributes media that everybody loves, right? if i say because disney supported nazis that i'm not going to have disney in my portfolio right i'm not i'm not going to watch any disney films you know lion king was the shit aladdin was the shit and no matter what his personal opinions were he didn't he his creation as a as a as an entity that creates art and creates wealth outlived him and as a vehicle it's amoral and so i'm not really interested in what his opinions are to cut me off from that opportunity so right. it it doesn't offend me that that was that that was his opinion right um but i get i get what you're saying i think for me the line is not that you have an unpopular opinion now, if Walt Disney was abusing laborers and exploiting overseas labor, you know, and with the kids and the slave labor and all that other shit, well, then I, I would have a problem with Disney. I, I would feel compelled to have a moral decision because now that's an institution or an, a financial entity, a company that's making its money by creating misery right. and exploitation. That, to me, is, is worse than just one cog in the machine, even if that person personally benefits because they have a shitty opinion. Like I would look at it like with the cheese factory, I'm like, that one guy has a shitty opinion. I don't give a fuck. I see all these other people, right, that are making money um, because of this dude's quality product. It doesn't matter to me what his shitty opinion is. Right. You know what I mean? Now, right, if the right. cheese was being made, by fucking slaves, then I'd be like, nah, fuck that cheese. <laughs> that cheese ain't shit. Even if I don't it was give the a fuck tastiest of cheese of all. Even, even if it, <laughs> listen, everybody knows slave labor makes the tastiest of cheeses. <laughs> everybody knows it. It's a Wikipedia fact. But I, but but that would be the line for me. It would, it wouldn't be just the unpopular opinion because that one dude, like, in the long run, like, it doesn't matter. Like, so that that company I told you about, Jumia, right? Yeah. So if they turn out to be uh, the next uh, or, you know, or the Amazon of Africa, basically, you know, if all of those CEOs are like, yo, they want to kill us all <laughs> that fuck the Jews, fuck white people. We hate them. We hate them. We hate them. If that was the opinion of the officers of the company, I wouldn't care. OK, you guys eventually come around. No okay. problem here. Here's my 40 bucks a share. If you could please make me a millionaire, I'd appreciate it. Do your thing no no problem like yeah. their their personal attitudes wouldn't it wouldn't matter to me um their their opinion about me because it's right. not like they're gonna say you can't buy shares in our enterprise you fucking crack ass cracker right. like they it makes sense that makes sense
1: because it is the the impact the overall impact makes more sense because if if it's one c e o who's who happens to have some type of ideology that we don't agree with but somehow it trickles down to him allowing a bunch of people who don't look like him to be empowered by either working there or owning stock and all that stuff then 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 what real impact does his ideology have
0: and what he creates is gonna outlive him
1: right definitely
0: and well, and and I know and it feels it feels a little dirty it is kind of juicy thinking I'm not going to lie but it it is But I think I think it does have the potential for the greater good to just in certain instances just not give a fuck what the person's opinion are. I think I think we have a form of that and people are making a lot of money, but they take it to an extreme and they're not at the point where they just don't care. They're actually they're more concerned of what people's opinions are rather than the actual business practices that are harmful.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. I can't even argue with that, especially if there is a bigger thing. If there's a bigger thing involved, the plan would be even smarter. And the idea that what you create is going to outlive you, I think that would probably piss off a lot of people who are in those positions with those bad attitudes. It might right. force them to make some decisions to out themselves a little earlier. They're like, oh, shit, that's true. So maybe in two or three, maybe the next generation, <laughs> you know, it, nobody will even care.
0: Uh that's what that's what you whisper to the cheese dude on his deathbed. Yeah. It's like your cheese made thirty seven black millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> like right take before he you. dies. Yeah, take that with
1: you, son. <laughs> hold They're hold that. They're
0: majority shareholders. Yeah. They're majority stakeholders in your company. It's like, wait, why
1: are all these negroes surrounding my deathbed? <laughs> these are your majority stakeholders. Everyone <laughs> in this room is a multi-billionaire because of you.
2: <laughs>
1: we we just wanted to be here to give our sincere thanks. <laughs> some, That's some good, good ass bad. cheese. <laughs> some good cheese. Bro. <laughs> That's the move though. That's the move is uh, empowerment. And I think it's better to extract revenue and resources from those people anyway. If you can take from those people, it's definitely better to take from them, which is something I can never understand about uh, people, like especially when black people have this emotional ownership over black companies. If they if they feel like the company starts to market too wide or something like that, they kind of withdraw from them. They think that's betrayal because they want you to stick to the blackity black and be, you know, this is who this is for. Like, I forget who was it. Um, There's a hair product company. I can't remember the name of it right now but it was a hair product company that black folks just absolutely love. And then one, one, uh, day, one fateful day, they put like a, <laughs> a redheaded white woman in one of their ads in the store, like the little cardboard cutout and shit. And black folks took pictures of it, put it all up on Twitter and shit. It's like, uh, excuse me. You know, we're the ones who made you millionaires and now you're marketing to these people. I'm like, yo, shut up, keep your mouth shut and let them expand their market and extract money from the people who you consider enemies. You only want them to take money from you? That don't make no sense to me. You should let them only market to white people so you can take all their money.
0: And and, and this is why I think everybody that has a platform and a mouthpiece right now truly doesn't give a fuck about the black community. They just really give a fuck about being seen as somebody that gives a fuck about the black community. Because there's ridiculous notions that keep money and economic empowerment out of black hands for the sake of appealing to a, 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 an emotional response that we are making to be the supreme uh, moral value right. so be- because you had this moral response you're a good person you're keeping it 100 congratulations but it's keeping you away from empowerment like when the when the when the when the conversation isn't centered around Economic education and empowerment To meet your needs And build generational wealth It's a stupid fucking conversation It's, it's, it's just a stupid Fucking conversation and that's, mm. and that's what unfortunately A lot of it is limited to It's just hey do you have the right Emotional response to this particular Outrage and this is how you're Showing your love and allegiance To the black community But you're not changing what needs to be changed to help Right, not even a little bit. Right, you're just, I, you're just sharing in the outrage. Right, you're like me too. I care too, but like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't help anybody. That right. doesn't fundamentally change anything. So I would say, um, the racist cheese owner, even though it's not intentional, he's doing more to empower black people because black people found a way to invest in a product that serves their community. Right that that is more of a route towards empowerment. That dude is doing more as a racist cheese owner than, than anybody who is just like, hey, this is what we're supposed to be mad at this week. This is how you show your allegiance to the black community by sharing and being angry with me about this particular instance.
1: All right, and the only alternative to that is to purposely accept subpar cheese to empower people, you know, what I mean? right. like to, to start your own cheese company, make make borderline crappy cheese, but eat it anyway, because, fuck it, you know, that's better for us. I don't know if that's, I mean, I guess technically that would be good, too, because you would be making a sacrifice. Maybe you're not getting the creamiest, most tasty cheese that's on the market, but you know where it's going, and, but that doesn't really, all. that also doesn't insulate you from having to scrutinize the owner of this cheese company, either. Right. So I mean okay. you're
0: back in the same boat technically it, it just it just gets to a point Like look if I, I wouldn't have a problem showing my kids Fat Albert Fat Albert had good Moral lessons All the girls uh, sounded like dudes So they were transgender before it was cool <laughs> You know There's good moral lessons to be learned From the Cosby show Even if Bill Cosby raped a hundred women In their sleep um, The art that he left behind Is bigger than him it has the potential to be more powerful than him i feel know? like we could do better we we i, just, we I feel could, like we could do better
1: we, fat we albert's could.
0: not that important it, it's not it's not that important you know it did have some good music it's not it's it's not that important but him as a as a figure in the american consciousness he is important and you and you can't write him out of history um because of his moral failing you know and as an enterprise you know you know how much money uh, bill cosby generated for the people around him like as a brand you know all the people that had employment and had careers because bill cosby was bill cosby you know like to just say i want to wipe out all of that wealth and all of that economic opportunity and all of that art because you're a shitty person i just think it's an unfair standard to ask Everybody that's going to create something for the world has to be beyond approach and 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 I'll give you, do being a serial rapist is a bit beyond the pale. Like that's just not you know you're a cunt sometimes you know or you you messed up a few times like you're a serial rapist. It's different, but I just mean like even with R. Kelly, like I mean I never liked R. Kelly's music, so I, I didn't lose anything. Like when everybody. Started hating R. Kelly. Like I, I didn't, I didn't take anything, but you know, I, I don't know if listening to R. Kelly is the worst thing in the world, just because he's a piece of shit. Um, I don't know. Just uh, also too because music is oftentimes tied to memories, especially when it's in your formative years. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. might have built some relationships, or you know, I know some people like they're with their wife that they met. You know, and the first time they made love was to an R. Kelly song. So R. Kelly's just special to them for some reason. Like I don't want to take that away from them or tell them that they're bad people because R. Kelly's an asshole. And they're therefore he's got leprosy and everybody that's within a certain degree or touches anything that R. Kelly created is is, you know, by the transitive property a piece of shit too. I mean, it just, because it just gets, it gets crazy, like, now yeah, we gotta yeah. worry about who's making our cheese, right. and who's making them Right, it, it, never it never ends. ends. And, and then eventually they find we gotta, out who made the Nikes. Right, right. Wait till <laughs> <laughs> you find out who right. made the Nikes. And then eventually we gotta look in the mirror and be like, you know what, I'm kind of a piece of shit, too. Maybe nobody should want what I'm doing, or nobody should, you know, and then none of us are contributing anything to society. None of us, none of us are worthy, so... I think we need to be a little bit more gracious and we need to give people the opportunity to, to sincerely repent and we need to not require that people repent over some shit that, that doesn't need to be repented before. Like, there's a difference between being an asshole and just disagreeing. Right. You know? Like, that person doesn't agree with us, so they don't have to. Right. Like, that's different than being a piece of shit and, that's, and that is by degree different from um, creating wealth on the backs of suffering Like Pumpkin Spice Like Pumpkin yeah, Spice Yeah that perfect example Yeah, <laughs> The Pumpkin Spice Stronghold
1: <laughs> I love how they used the word Stronghold in that article <laughs> like, The Pumpkin Spice Stronghold That uh, shit sounded like Some chains. kind of <laughs> It was unbelievable but I love it though I love how they broke it down because it's real it's, That's exactly facts. what we were saying Whoever runs the spice They got it locked bro <laughs> They got
0: it locked They're like, if people like other things, you know, there's other, there's pear flavor, but it's not popping like the pumpkin spice. Oh no. It's
1: just not nothing's popping like
0: pumpkin spice.
1: (laughs) The the what the spice, the preferred spice of white supremacy.
0: The preferred, the, the 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 white trickery involved in convincing you that the most blandest gourd ever found is responsible for the deliciousness that you experience in pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. It's whole deliciousness is on the backs of all of its brown ingredients. It's the nutmeg. It's the ginger. It's the brown sugar. It was never the pumpkin. And what
1: gets top billing? Pumpkin. That's something that has nothing to do with any of this. Pumpkin. The preferred gourd
0: of white supremacy. The (laughs) The original gas (laughs) face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the gourd that deceived the world. It was, all, it was easy. Once they convinced you that pumpkins were delicious, the, the yeah. rest of it was easy. Now, yeah, now we that, hit to with the spice. This
1: was now, all about the spice all along.
0: It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Trade this land for some beads. Go ahead and give us access to the oil. Yeah, we're just here for the gold, and then we'll be out. Mm-hmm. You know, Let us build a military base here. It's not going to be a problem. Horrible.
1: And it all started yeah. with pumpkins.
0: Yeah, once you convince them that pumpkin is a tasty gourd, the rest is easy. It's easy. Beautiful. (laughs) How did they convince you that your hair was ugly, that your nose was ugly? How did they convince you of that? (sighs) They started with convincing you that the gourd was tasty. Mm -hmm. It's the original lie. From there, they could get you to believe (laughs) anything.
1: That might act... You don't believe anything. Might... Believe people want to eat pumpkin. <laughs> you don't fucking fall for
0: anything. That it, and it's now the most desired autumn beverage for for three months a year. That supply chains have. Listen, it would sell like that year round if they allowed it. Right, there's just the whole there's just mental... not enough pumpkins available. Right, they create the yeah. Right,
1: because if scary. they sold it year round, I guarantee if they sold it year round, it wouldn't make as much as they make the four months out of the year that they sell it.
0: It's like the McRib.
1: Right, you right. bring the big rib back right now. You make a hundred million, but if you sell it every day,
0: it's, it's like people, whatever. People will realize eventually. This shit is fucking disgusting. There's no ribs that taste like this. It's not, it's not even meat. This shit is play-doh. <laughs> this shit is well cooked playdough. Wait, rib is the name for the bone, not for the meat. Right. What are we eating? <laughs> what are we actually eating? You don't. I don't think you want to know. Listen, all I got to do is sell it to you for a limited time only, and these things will sell like hotcakes.
1: Scarcity. Scarcity sells, bro. The illusion of scarcity. I love it. It's beautiful. But Yeah, I'm going to wrap it up, man. I'm going to get it here and finish up my dinner. I uh, got a little bit more cooking to do, but this was beautiful. I learned some things today. I learned that uh, Black Panther is racist. Yep. And cheese made by racists can be delicious. help
0: the Black community.
1: It can not only be delicious, <laughs> but it can help the black community. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson is worse than Mel Gibson. <laughs> by far. By a long shot.
0: <laughs> by far. And he would have reported the black dude that he tried to beat up for a muggy ago. Yep, absolutely. Flipped out. He beat me up for no reason. He no was reason. saying he was going to beat up the first black guy that he saw. He was screaming right by the front door. <laughs>
1: But yeah, this guy picked me. He I don't know what was matter with him. He kicked my ass for no reason.
0: He took my wallet. I didn't do anything to him. <laughs> Black bastard.
1: He's sick, fuck Liam. Liam you bastard. But I, like I said, I guess this is me still liking Taken. So, you know, what can we do?
0: Listen, man, you're not a bad person for liking Taken. There's a there's a lot of people that worked on that movie that 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 are appreciative that you choose to celebrate that art. It puts food in their children's bellies, despite Liam Neeson's indefensible black bashing. Right, and I don't think he killed any black people in that movie anyway. So I don't think I don't I don't think Liam Neeson can kill or hurt anybody <laughs> anybody at all. I think he's about eighty five. <laughs> right. I think he's got brittle bird bones, <laughs> and I think if I think if he walked through the hood talking about I'm 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 here to fuck some people up, I don't think it would go well for Liam Neeson. Oh no. No, not a, not regardless not. of the set of skills he thinks he has, I don't think it's gonna go well for him.
1: Yeah, that set of skills clearly only works on Eastern European rapists. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's as far as stick that set to, of skills goes. Stick to Lithuania, the yeah. Czech Republic. Stay you out kick that all way. All asses. Don't go to Brooklyn. Yeah, don't go to Baltimore. A Stay. battle rapper might beat your ass. Like these right. ain't even these ain't even <laughs> legit <laughs> organized <laughs> criminals. Get your ass whooped by a battle rapper. <laughs> I went to the bodega for
0: cigarettes. <laughs> Three of them surrounded me. Oh
1: man! Oh. All right,
0: man. It, 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 enjoy, enjoy your meal, man. My enjoy. my
1: post-Thanksgiving feast.
0: There you go. The day after—that's the new holiday. The day after holidays. Absolutely, and we're going to fight white right an supremacy. Animal. That's Celebrate how we fight after white after supremacy. The holidays. Yep. Now fuck, on. Fuck pumpkin spice. Oh yeah, that's forever.
1: Don't believe a lie. Down, we got to break their stronghold down with pumping,
0: <laughs> disrupt the supply chains. All right, man. <laughs> All
1: right, brother. Good talking to you, man. Enjoy the rest of the night. Always a pleasure, my brother, Be easy, man. Bless. Okay,